Across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk radio. Give it some lip. Talk radio. Thank you, chaps. Evening, Ian Lee. I tell you what we're going to do tonight. We're going to do an old-fashioned radio show. No periscope, no texts, no tweets, nothing. Just me and you phoning in. Is it going to work? I don't know. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Little fella, you're so tired. You can hardly lift your head. But you want to hear a story before you go to bed. So if you'll be quiet and listen patiently. I'll sing you a song that my mother sang to me. Little cowboy, put your saddle in the barn, tie your horse up tight so we'll know no harm. Put your hat and your gun beside you on the chair. Don't forget you got to sing a little prayer. Little cowboy, you better hit the Sandman Trail Or you'll be late for round the time, you know If you wanna be a cowboy, you better rest a while Little cowboy, baby, of the old corral Little cowboy, baby, of the old corral So it turns out... It turns out that Harry Nilsson is actually a flipping genius. Who who would have thought? Well, l- loads of you would have thought. We've got a guy coming on tomorrow, a bloke called Alan Shipton, who's written a book about Harry Nilsson. And um, I have tried Harry Nilsson in the past, and I've I've struggled. I've, 0844 499 1000, by the way. I have struggled. But I got the Harry Nilsson box set, and I'm reading this book, and he's such a fascinating man that i have tried harry nielsen again and it turns out he's flipping brilliant i've done the first two and a half albums so what's that aerial ballet ballet how would you say ballet oh yeah that's it aerial oh, it's like saying metal guru metal guru aerial ballet aerial ballet aerial ballet pandemonium shadow show is that though it's called Something like that. I don't remember the exact titles. And, um, Harry. And he's amazing. Now, I've got to the part in the book where he's ruined his voice. Cocaine and booze, guys. Here's the thing. Cocaine and booze, guys. By the way, did, um, the Welsh gentleman who wants to replace Jeremy Corbyn, I don't know anybody's names these days, 0844 actually have to apologise for um, saying something about the new Prime Minister lady whose name is Theresa May. He said he was going to knock her back on her heels and he had to apologise for that. Oh, sweet Lord, really? Is that what we've become? He's having to apologise for making a powerful speech where he said he would knock her back on his heels? Oh, for goodness sakes! Now, I don't know anything about this gentleman. His name is Owen, not Wilson, Smith... Let's say Owen Smith until we get something better, okay? By the way, anytime you want to interrupt this flow, guys, 0844 499 1000. Um, I didn't really think anything of him. 
and until I heard him speaking on the radio today for the first time, and I genuinely thought, oh yeah, he sounds quite good, I think I'd vote for him, huh? Just because he sounded, um, well, Welsh. Because he sounded well Welsh. Well Welsh, man. And they've done studies, haven't they? That the Welsh accent is the most trusted accent in the British Isles. And there was a thing a few years ago where lots of um, uh, companies were setting up their call centres in Wales because people trusted the Welsh accent. 0844 we call you back. Um, and I heard him on the radio and I thought, oh yeah, I could quite vote for him. I didn't like him before. I'd made up my mind he was a bit of a smarmy get, you know, bit of a smarmy get. And then I heard him on the radio and I thought, oh yeah, I'd vote for that. Just purely based on his voice. But now he's had to apologise for saying he'd knock Theresa May back on her heels. First of all, I don't even know what that means. Second of all, what's, what's he got to apologise for that for? You know why he's done it. He's um, what uh, we used to call in the olden days a pussy. That's, that's what that would imply, is he has somehow... Um, oh no, people are getting offended, I better apologise. And I've done that. I've done that. And sometimes it's easier to apologise than to um, um, carry on with your conviction. Sometimes you think, you know what, some battles ain't worth fighting. I'll apologise, get this out of the way, and then we'll steam on. But I'd knock Theresa May back on her heels. No, I wouldn't. I'm sorry. I don't think so, guys. I don't think so. 0844 is the telephone number. Yes, Alan! Hip, hip, hip! Hip, hip! Hit, Alan. So tonight we are trying, and I may regret this, yep. a revolution in radio broadcasting. We're going to try something new and different and unique. Tell me more. No computers. No periscope? No periscope. So back to the old days. No periscope, no Twitter, no Facebook, no emails, no texts even. It's me... Sat in a studio, armed only with the newspapers, my wits, and your phone calls, guys. Now, if um, people if people don't phone in tonight, we are buggered. All right. Yes, you see, I haven't got Kath here to fall back on. It's me. We've got Emma and Ed, but it's me, my wits, and some newspapers. And I'll let you into a little secret, Alan. Okay. I'm feeling a bit lonely tonight. Yeah. And I got a bit of a headache. Oh no! So tonight could be. What's that? What's that song? This could be the night. The night. I'm, I've got quite a nice voice when you come to think on it, haven't I? You'll just come to karaoke on a Friday night. You. knew I won't do that. No, because what they do with karaoke. Here's the thing, right? The um, compression that they put on your voices in karaoke, it ruins your voice. Yeah. They, they make it... First of all, all of the songs are in the wrong key, right? They're yeah. in, like, a generic key, right? Yeah. And secondly, they put this weird compression on your voice. So, I'm an excellent singer. Right? Probably to do with the mixer. So, do with the mixer. I'm an excellent singer. 
Yet when I sing at karaoke, I sound rubbish. Yeah. And it's all to do with the compression and the FX. I love uh, I love the word FX because it means effects, but in many ways, it's an FX itself to make a word out of to uh, to use two letters to make the word effects. Do you understand what I'm saying, Alan? Yeah, very definitely. It's special effects is actually a spe- the word special effects is actually a special effect. I mean, forty years ago, it was all models and. Man-made. Yeah. Nowadays, it's all about computer effects. Ray Harryhausen, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know because I can't Google it. Ray oh, really? Harryhausen. We're having to go by my wits tonight, guys. Yeah. This ship, the instruments have gone down. We are sailing this ship uh, well, at night using the wind. using the wind and the stars to guide us. And a Nothing sexy about that. No, you're talking about a navigation. Sexton, and navigation. Yes, yeah. a navigation. Any news on the Observer? Um, well, plenty of news in the Observer, no, Alan. It's a newspaper. Well, I may be mentioned. Oh, well, that'd be. Um, I think I was given the impression it would be this weekend. For those who don't know, I was interviewed by the excellent Miranda Sawyer by her book. Um, out of time. Um, about radio, and I, I, I'll literally. I'll be two lines in it, right? Yeah. But I mentioned Alan Caddick and uh, Nigel from Maidstone, and they may get mentioned. Yeah, hey, here's a thing, right? God, God. Blind, we were 11 minutes into the show, and I'm already on to my 16th thought. Yeah. So, um, you know I didn't get asked to do Celebrity Big Brother this year. Oh, that starts tomorrow night, doesn't it? It starts tomorrow night, and unless... And unless they're trying to secure a shed load of money and they're going to make a large... I don't know how it works. I, 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 do, do they, I, I always thought they would make the booking of the celebrities for Celebrity Big Brother a couple of weeks in advance. Is there a chance they might call you on the day? Is it to keep it hush-hush? No, no chance. Because they usually start booking up three months in advance. Well, well normal yeah. Big Brother... Oh. Yeah, I had the meeting with them about three months ago, a, a bit before Normal Big Brother started, and they were all full of... I met them, right? You have to meet them in a ca- in a cafe near their building, right? Yeah. And um, they're all they're all nice, and they're all like, oh, we think you'd be great in the Big Brother house. What would you do if there was an argument? And you go, well, I'd steam in there, and I'd stir it up. How would you treat the Americans? Oh, I'd be really rude to... You do all that, right? Yeah. And in the meeting for Celebrity Big Brother, they go, oh, we think you'd be good in the house, Ian. We think you'd be great. We think you'd add character and colour. And I said, and vim and vigour. And they went, right. Well, we think we're going to ask you to be in it. We've got to see a few more people. We'll get back to you. Yeah. They didn't get back to me. But probably if you read... For, probably saving it for another series. If you read the Star newspaper... Is the Star owned by Richard Desmond? Yes. Right. Well, then the Star and is... The yeah. Then uh, the Star is always spot on with their leaks about Big Brother because it, they own Big Brother, right? I wouldn't tell me about Biggins going into the house. No, I tell you who's going in. Yeah. James, exclusive. James Whale. Oh, my God. Yeah, James Whale. James Whale. A, radio, a talk radio legend. Well, wouldn't it be weird if he came back here? Never going to happen. Well, no, well, we've had experience in the past with George Galloway. Um, yeah, it's true. Wouldn't it be interesting if James Whale came back here? Never going to happen. Oh, no. I think he's doing an internet show somewhere. 
Uh, no, he's on BBC Local Radio, right? It might, ha- it might happen. Anyway, um, so, uh, they've got James and they've got the list of all the other Big Brother people, right? Yeah, let's see who's in the house. Well, um, Sam Fox, beautiful. Yeah, glamorous pastry model. But then I don't know anyone else. Saira Khan. Never heard of her. Colin New, Colin Newell. No, never heard of him. Frankie Grande. Never heard of him. Katie Weasel. Hang on, I remember Katie Weasel. She was a former contestant on the X Factor. All right, right. And Grant Bovey. Now, we all know Grant Bovey, don't we? He was the butler for Princess Diana. And Andrea Turner's ex-husband. Andrea Turner's ex-husband, yes. So they're going in. And Whale. But not me. Or Biggins. Biggins is going in. I didn't read out all of them, but, but yes, so that's, um... So that's that. And we started this conversation with, with something relevant, and I can't, for the life of me, think why. Well, oh, yeah. So, tonight's show, dear listener, no Periscope, no Twitter, no texts even, phone calls. It's me, my wits, the newspapers, and you, dear listener, on the phone calls. And if you don't phone in, and sometimes we get, we get quiet nights, well, I'll just sit here and talk for three hours. And um, I watched a classic monkeys episode. Oh, yeah. Which one? Christmas special. Oh, uh, what? It's July. No, I watched it on me uh, YouTube. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you're allowed to do that online. My monkey's Blu-ray box set arrived today. Yeah. All the episodes remastered in HD for the first time with a disc 10 full of bonus unseen features. Oh, nice one. I'm watching that at the weekend. I'm watching that all weekend. Are you going to teach the boys about the monkeys? The boys know musically about the monkeys. They know about the Stepping Stone video where they're in the hospital. They don't know much about the episodes. Yes, I will be teaching them. Ah, nice one. Alan, I'm going to, it's been brought to my attention previously, but here's the thing. Apparently, I bang on too much about the monkeys. So... You're super fun! Yeah, I know, but I allow myself 30 seconds monkeys chat a night, and then I stop. And now I have to stop. So I'm going to say goodbye, Alan. Bid you soon! Tutty bye. So we're going to try it. I've had it too easy the last couple of days. We had a couple of ropey shows last week, then we had two brilliant shows this week, Monday and Tuesday. Is it Wednesday? Yes. Um... So Cass not here. We've got Emma in here, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a darn good crack at this. No computers, no internet, no texts, no emails, no Twitter, no Periscope. It's an old-fashioned radio show. I will. Uh, I am sat in a darkened studio. The uh, the lights are off. The fans off. I need to change that. The lights are off. I've got three screens in front of me, lit up with the phone number, your phone calls, and m- my music. And that's it. And we're here until one o'clock. So, you want to play? Good. 0844 499 1000. We call you back. So, the song I played at the start of the show is Harry Nielsen. Right? Now, Harry Nielsen is now my new obsession. It will last 20 minutes. But uh, I've got another obsession coming up, which I may tell you about later on. I may not, as it's slightly dubious. Um... But the Harry Nilsson song, Little Cowboy, from, I don't know, one of the albums, one of the first two albums, I'm not sure. I'm kind of thinking of making into the theme tune for this show. It's quite dour and downbeat, but I just think it's a nice little tune. And um, we, we, we will see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Let's go to Jonathan. Evening, Jonathan. 
Evening. Hip, 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 Jonathan. Evening. Thank you very much indeed for taking part. What have you got for us? Well, I sort of agree with you when you uh, talk about uh, uh, Owen Smith being a pussy. Yeah. Uh, first of all, what he actually said was that he would smash Theresa May onto her he- high heels. Nothing but wrong with that. Apparently, all these special little snowflakes well, are offended by that because well, it's apparently a, a sexual reference. I well, okay. I don't like the term snowflake because it um because I was called a snowflake the other day and I don't. I don't, I don't get what it means. It just means, it seems to just mean that you've got feelings. And, um, there's nothing wrong with having feelings and being able to be upset by things. I don't, so I don't, I don't like that term. Well, feelings are overrated. Uh, there's a place for them. Well, you would say that, but you would reason. say that because you, 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 you like to pretend you don't have any feelings. For whatever reason, for whatever happened in your childhood, you like to pretend you don't have any feelings. But, but feeling, you, you are wrong on that, Jonathan. Feelings are not overrated. Feelings are what makes this world go round because feelings are hatred and love and passion and fear and loneliness they're they're what makes us human so you're completely wrong on that um secondly what well, I, I i don't think you should have that, that doesn't sound like a sexual phrase i know no, quite I, a I few sexual I don't phrases think it is either i don't i agree with you there but the worst thing he did was apologize for it not only did he do nothing wrong in that regard but when you apologise, even if you should apologise, it actually pours, pours gasoline on the flames and it just ignites and it becomes a vicious feeding frenzy of uh, people who are out for your blood. It's, they see it as a confession of guilt and like a Stalinist witch hunt, they just yeah. intensify their attacks on you. Yes, I think one should only apologise if one truly sees that they have made and one has made an error and wishes to in some way correct that error saying that i've apologized in the past because i've just thought you know what the hassle i'm going to get for this is too much it's easier to apologize and uh, uh, than it is to go through all the hassle so i've i'm kind of guilty of having to apologize the last time i apologized on air um, was when i offended um this um uh uh, christian community by calling them all bigots and the bbc said they've complained if you apologize we'll make sure this complaint goes away so i apologized and guess what they sacked me so, never trust the BBC. Ne- well, n- not never. I still, I still have hold the BBC in a lot of high regard, but I do think that um, a significant number of people who work there are bellends. <laughs> um, but including my old boss. Um, but um, so, well, yeah, I don't quite see why he should have a. Apo- That's not a sexual phrase. Who said it's a sexual phrase? I know, like, smash the back door in is a sexual phrase. I mean, he didn't say that about her, did he? No. No. But uh, even if he had, so, well, so what? People well, are uh, electing him on the basis of his policies, not his colourful language. Yes, but if he'd said, "I'm, I'm going to smash Theresa May's back doors in," that would be that would be inappropriate. That would be that would be um, misogynistic and sexually aggressive, and that is inappropriate. I don't care whether. Uh, no, it, I know people, you don't. And people choose to be offended all too easily. 
Well, you, you, well, um, offence is an interesting one. Yes, um, offence doesn't always necessarily mean anything, but it would be inappropriate for somebody who would would like to become the Britain's Prime Minister, uh, the, the Prime Minister of Britain, to throw around sexually violent phrases like the one I just said. I think I think Owen Smith's got bigger problems than what he said today. What What are Owen Smith's bigger problems, Jonathan? He's a Labour MP. Right, and you found out his Twitter handle, and you're about to start trolling him. Is that Is that what you're suggesting? I don't care about this Owen Smith. He's going to lose anyway, so he, why bother? He is Cor- going to lose. Corbyn's the best thing that's ever happened to Britain because he is doing what. I've been dreaming of for the past 20 years. What, murdering Destro- people? Murdering women? No, destroying no. the Labour Party. Okay. I, I think I think he's a wonderful asset to Western civilization, Corbyn. Do you, should, do you agree with me? get knighted. Okay, do you... Okay, and, 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 and back to reality. Do you agree with me that the Welsh accent is the most trustworthy accent in the British Isles? No. Oh. No. In fact, never trust the Welsh. Yati, that's Greek for why? Why? Because they're always they're, they always backstab their allies. They always uh, whine and complain and blame others yes. for their own uh, misfortunes and their own uh, uh, bad actions. The, the the bigotry towards the English is. Uh, well, it's on a par with what Palestinians have for Jews and the Nazis have well, for uh, Jews as well. No, well, 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 except it's not, because that's a ridiculous thing to, stay, to say. But it's true. Well, it's, I, it's, I, it, but Jonathan, it, it's not. That, that is, I mean, come on, man, you've, you spoke some complete and utter balls in this conversation so far, but to compare the Welsh attitude to the English as the same as the, the, the way the Jews treat the Palestinians and the Nazis no, treated the, the Jews. Treat all right, the Jews. all right, either way, that's absolute bullshine, and you know it is. No, it ain't. Look Wait, where is your, where is your head at? I, I, I'm really, I really struggle, Jonathan, to work out how much of what you say is an act... How much of what you say is a mental illness, and I and I don't use that phrase lightly. <laughs> and, yeah, and how much of what you say you actually genuinely believe? I like to think it's twenty um, percent act, sixty percent mental illness, and twenty percent you believe. Now you'll say, "Oh no, 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 no! It's a hundred percent. I'm a, a, a misanthrope. I hate everybody." Blah 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 blah. Okay, fine, but I genuinely think you're uh, here's a phrase that some people don't like um but i'm gonna say it i genuinely think that you're damaged goods and i um i'm gonna end that sentence there i don't care no i know <laughs> i know and that must be so tiring for you no not really how many friends have you got not many yeah yeah no i don't trust many people no it's... they let me down how do they let you down jonathan they say they're going to be somewhere or do something, and it never happens. I just think, oh, God, I'm uh, being taken advantage of you. So, uh, Who's taken advantage of you? Well, people give, people will always try and take advantage. Well, who? Who's, do, who's done that? Who's done that in your life? Lots of people. For example? 
Well, I don't. Uh, I try not to surround myself with those type of people. Well, but for for a long time. Your your mum. I don't like a horrible creature. Why? What? What? What did your mum do to let you down? Some of it I can't say because it's um, legal. Right. But uh, she was just she was just a bad mother, and she had me far too early. Right. And uh, that's no excuse for the mistakes I've made in my life. But no, we have uh, to take responsibility for our yeah. own mistakes. Of course we do. Oh yeah, I agree with what you about, there, one hundred percent. What about your dad, Jonathan? How did he let you down? Well, it's not so much a dad, more like a shortlist. What does that mean? Well, I don't know who my dad is. Mother told me one thing. Uh, other people told me another thing, and I don't really care at this point. I just think... But you do care, though, don't you? No. Deep down, you'd love to know who your dad is. I have thought about it, but I've decided that, no, it's not worth the trouble. Yeah, it would be a lot of trouble to find out, wouldn't it? Uh, you know what? I'm not uh, nostalgic for a, a father I've never had. No. Must be, uh, must be curious, I, I, though. I would rather concentrate on the future, saving Western civilization being yeah. the top priority. But wouldn't you want... Wouldn't you want your dad to know that you wanted to save Western civilization? Because that would be something for him to be proud of, wouldn't it? I don't think... Uh, I don't think it would be like that. I think he'd probably be a degenerate. If my... If my, one of my kids... Um, greatest mission in life was to save Western civilization. I'd be really proud of them, even if they were going about it in a way that I perceived as being slightly um, skewy. I'd be really proud if that was was their main mission in life. Wouldn't you like to have a man, an older man, feeling proud of you? No, I'd rather be a man. Okay. Yeah, but uh, this is how I'd like to uh, uh, leave this wretched planet. I, my, my ideal scenario would be on a battlefield, say somewhere around London, and uh, I take out I don't know, don't know how many enemy combatants, and okay, then no, we're, some we're treacherous off. little weasel from behind okay. stabs me in the back. Okay, we've gone off and into before I land. die, I take him out with me. Yes, yeah. and then I can die happy. Okay, well, we, we, we've gone back off into fantasy land, Jonathan, so thank you very much for that. Wasn't that interesting? Um, we had about two and a half minutes of Jonathan there. Two and a half minutes of your actual Jonathan from Swansea there. Not the, um, the character that he's created, not the, and I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm going too far out on a limb when I say mental illness. Uh, not the illness. Not the, the, the fantasist. We had a little glimpse there, didn't we? We shall keep scratching away at those uh, layers of paint and see if we can see what colour the wood is underneath. Um, 0844 We call you back. Matt and Ben, stay there. This is Talk Radio. Talk. 0844 If you've just tuned in to the Periscope and going, well, I can't see nothing, it's because it's not on. I thought tonight... We would have a go at um, doing a good old-fashioned, well, it may not be good, but an old-fashioned 
radio show even though some of you will be listening on your smartphones and on your your computers talkradio.co.uk or some may be listening on your dabs um a good old-fashioned radio show where there are no texts no emails no twitters no periscope none of that stuff i'm not googling anything um I've, i'm playing some songs from my computer but uh, you know i'm going to allow that little cheat um it's just me you and our wits and the newspapers if we need them and conversation yeah i think that might work oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand if you're a new listener by the way and you're waiting for me to throw out the topics for you to call in it don't work like that uh, it's a show unlike any other show on the radio at the moment unfortunately boy oh boy oh boy i hope we get some decent competition at some point but right now i ain't right um this isn't a show where I sit here and go, right, well, today we're going to talk about um, the jihadis. And by the way, great name for a band, if anybody wants to start it, if anybody wants to take that risk. Um, and then we'll talk about, um, oh, I don't even know what's going on in the world. Should Owen Smith have to apologise? All of that, we don't do that. I kind of sit here, I fire out things that are in my head and that have happened to me today. And you can latch on to those and call in about those. Or you can call in about stuff that's going on in your head. And if you want to talk about the stuff that's in the news, fine. It's kind of like, and Ben, Matt, Ray, stay there. I can see John and Rashid calling in as well. Do call in 08444991000. You'll speak to Emma and she will take your details and call you back. Um, it's like a conversation in a bar where you'll be you'll you'll meet your friends in a bar and you'll say flipping it on a terrible journey and you're not going to believe it right there was some fella on the train and um he was um just shouting nonsense uh, and then your friend will go oh that reminds me actually that i had to buy uh, my wife bought a new car last week and um it's red and my mum would always say never buy a red car and then someone the barman will start joining in and, and it works like that and that's kind of how I see this show. It's a conversation in a bar or in a cafe or a bus stop or whatever. And you're welcome to kind of come and join in as you see fit and, and raise your own points. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Matt's on the line. Evening, Matt. How you doing? All right. Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Matt. What you got? I don't know. I got a bit carried away because you were, you were talking about Harry Nilsson and I just phoned up. Yeah, go on. I'm, are you a Harry Nilsson fan? I, I, I was introduced to him about 12 years ago and yeah. he's, he's, he's good, isn't he, old Harry? He's good. Here's, here's a tip. Listen to tomorrow's show because at, at 10 o'clock we've got Alan Shipton coming on who's, who wrote a brilliant biography of, of Harry Nilsson. He knows everything about him, so listen to that. I, I, I was thinking about getting that. But, it's brilliant. Uh, but, ooh, but I, I'll wait for a bit. But have you got the point? The, with Mickey Delens and uh, Davy Jones? Yes, or? yes, I have. I've got the Point soundtrack. Yeah, I've got that, which is brilliant. What, the, the original one or the one with Mickey? Well, with I've your, got both, but yes, I've got the Mickey Dolenz, the one with the monkeys on. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's, yes, not, yes. it's not that good, is it? I don't like the orchestral, the, 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 the pieces with the, um, the chorus, but I do like the, I do like the songs that Dolenz sings. I think Gotta Get Up is awesome, and it's a yeah. jungle out there, and, um, Bath. They're, I think they're brilliant. But, Gotta get up and bath aren't actually on the point originally. No, they're but... They're just covers of Harry songs, aren't they? No, but, but yeah, no, but, 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 but,
You just asked me if I, you just asked me if I had a specific album. I did, I did. I said yes, and then I picked three songs off of the album, and you went, oh yeah, but they're not off the original album. No, I know, but they're off the album you asked me about. That is true. That is true. See, I, I, I said I got nothing. No, no, no. <laughs> what is it about but, Nielsen that you like? Nielsen, not Nielsen. Nielsen was the murderer. Nielsen is the singer. Dennis, Dennis and that. Uh, I, I don't know. I was, I was very drunk when I got introduced to him. Okay, are you very and, drunk uh, now? No, I'm not, no. Are you stoned or something? I'm, if only, it's Wednesday. If, if only, it's Wednesday. It's, is it dry out there? Is everybody dry? Is there a drought? It is for me. Good. It is for me. Don't do drugs, kids. Oh, good Lord, no. No! Yeah, no, so all, all, all I was trying to say, Harry's great. And uh, the, yeah, you said you'd had the, you were listening to the first three albums, yeah. but wasn't his third album actually Aerial Pandemonium Ballad? Oh, hang on, right, what was his the first album? The remix album. Oh, well, the remix. That was it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not bothered about the remix. I'm, uh, no, no, no. Is that no, not canon? That doesn't, that doesn't count in my, <laughs> in my thing. No, I've done Aerial Ballet, Pandemonium Shadow Show, and I'm halfway through Harry, and it's beautiful. All right. And he's, and he's, a, no, he's about to get... Nelson sings no. Newman? Uh, that's, that's number four, isn't it, I think? I think, yeah, that's next, isn't it, yeah. Nelson sings um, Newman, yeah. Get the book, it's man, get the book. Oh, well, he's brilliant. And it's sad, it, his descent into um, uh, uh, booze, primarily brandy... Brandy and, Alexander's. Yeah, Brandy Alexander's and cocaine is yeah. terrifying the way he goes from this, this you know this beautiful young man with this amazing voice to oh, this you can, shambolic you can hear his descent can't well, you? yeah to you this shambolic fat old man with 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 long sturdy hair and no voice whatsoever and a lot of dressing gowns a lot of dressing gowns man I, 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 so it's surprising that i know a lot of rock stars died in the 70s it's surprising any of them made it into the 80s with the amount of drugs and booze they were consuming Oh, have you seen that Beatles footage, the, the Beatles convention, where he's singing? No, I haven't. The, it's on YouTube. There's a, a 1984 Beatles convention, and oh. it's him doing, you know, the, the Beatles medley that he yeah. does? Yeah, we oh, played that the remember. other night, yeah, yeah. He does He does that in, in a Beatles, um, 1984, and he's a fat, bearded old man. It's, yeah. it's terrible. Before, it's he, just before he died, if I remember this story correctly, and the book will point it out to me if I'm wrong or right, he um, uh, was skint. And he would go, uh, but but he, he was a hard worker, and he would go to all of these advertising companies and try and sell the rights to his songs for adverts so that he could feed mm. his family. That's sad, isn't it? That's terrible. Sad. Because, oh, It's Harry Nielsen. I, Matt, listen, thank you for that. I can't believe I've come to him so late in my life. And it's great. I'm, it's great. It, at the age of 43... Elizabeth, you'll be next, then it'll be Ben, then it'll be Ray. At the age of 43, there is, it turns out, there is more music for me to discover, which is brilliant. I often joke, I've got all the bands I need. I don't need any more bands or singers, right? But then Harry Nilsson just dropped into my life. Beautiful! And do you know what that means? That means there might be even more music out there for me to discover. 08444991000. No Periscope, no tweets, no texts, nothing like that. Just your phone calls and me. 08444991000. Uh, James, Ben, Ray, stay there. I'll come to you in a second. Elizabeth is first. Good evening, Elizabeth. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Hey. Hey, Elizabeth. How's it going, man? I'm a bit Flemish tonight. I don't know what that's about. And I've got yellow feet. You're a bit Flemish? 
Yeah. Flemish is a, a place, isn't it? Or it's a language, at least. Really? I mean, like... <sighs> do you hey, know what I mean? You mean Flemmy from, Flemmy from Motorhead. Yeah. Uh, Flemish is a language that the uh. um, they speak in Belgium, and um, uh, um, I believe... It, now, I'm going to say something that I don't know if it's real or not, but I'm going to say it with conviction as though it were real, and we'll see. Right. I believe the Belgians and the Walloons speak Flemish. <laughs> I think the Walloons is a thing. I think the Walloons are a race of people. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I'm a Walloon now. I think I'm you're a, a you're a massive Walloon. You big Walloon. And I don't really know why I've got yellow feet though. Um, that's because you're dying. Oh. Yeah. That can't be good. Yellow, yellow feet. Have you been? Um, what have you been doing? With your feet? I, I don't know. I've bought all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, like, foot masks and stuff. Foot masks? Put them on to, like, soothe them. Foot because masks. they've been... I've got the worst feet in the world, and Seriously. They are... Oh, my God. They make children cry. They're awful. Why are you so showing your feet to children? I bought, I bought all this peppermint stuff. Yeah. Like, scrubs and stuff. And it's just... It's, it's to no avail. I've got the worst hard skin. It's... So this is why. Oh, hey go, boys, go and see. Um, and I'm, I, I, they don't call them chiropodists anymore, and I, and I hate saying podiatrists, but we have to. It's the law. You want it out of Europe? Well, now we got podiatry instead of chiropody. Why can't we say chiropody anymore? Because it's not a thing anymore. It's 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 been outlawed. Now it's podiatry. Is it like the better wear catalogue? It's just a bit eighties. Yeah, and it's we're not uh, we're not really meant to say opticians; they're ophthalmists. <sighs> and we're not really meant to say um, Belgians; we're meant to say Walloons. It's political correctness gone mad. Yay, Elizabeth, say hello to James. Hey, James. Hello, Elizabeth. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. James, you're listening <laughs> live now. James is a podcaster. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, you're actually. Why are you listening live to us, James? Because I'm awake for once. Why? why? I, I usually listen to the podcast because I'm a cheater. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm awake. I'm, I'm, I'm actually sat in traffic outside the National Gallery on Trafalgar Square. What, what, it's all right for some. Sorry, Elizabeth. So I, thought, I thought I'd give you a call. It's all right for some. It's all right. For, well, hang on a minute. You're saying that, Elizabeth, as though being stuck inside traffic. Yes, the National Gallery is, is glamorous, but you, you may have misheard the bit where he said he's stuck in traffic outside it. He's not enjoying the art. Well, I've been in Birkenhead all day. Well, what have you been doing in Birkenhead, apart from having manky new... ye- yellow feet? <laughs> I've got a new job. I've had some saving up to move back to London. I didn't so know. I in a call centre. I, di- I didn't know you had a new job. Um, it's, mm. all right f- it's all right for some. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> should, we see, should we see what James has called in for? Go on. Yeah, go on then, let's go. James, what have you called in for? I called in to see how you were. I thought I'd do it on the oh. radio. <laughs> um, okay, guys, spoiler alert, it's my friend James, uh, James Buckley, who came in. I say friend, I've, we've only ever spoken to each other once. Um, well, that's it, this is it, I want to, I, I, I think, listen, I had such a great time when I came on the show last time, and I want to be mates with you. me, James, I'm such a lovely guy. Elizabeth, shut up. He's saying nice things about me. Can't I have 20 <laughs> seconds of niceness about me on, on, the, on my show, please? Sorry. Um, we, well, we're, you, for those who missed it, James came in um, before for the whole show, and it was um, a lot of fun, as they say. Well, when are you coming in again? 
Um, mate, hopefully the end of August, if you'll have me. Yeah, you're... Like the last couple of weeks in August. Open, open invitation. You can come in any time you want. Of course you can. And you're the right, only person yeah. I'm saying that to. Before all the listeners start going, oh, can I come in? No, 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 you can't. Only James can come in. It's a, it's sh- a shame. It's a shame, because I'd recommend it. It's, re- it's really therapeutic. It was, <laughs> um, it, honestly, it was, um, it was soul-cleansing. Because I've never... Nobody knows who, who I am, really. Nobody knows who I am. If you if you say James Buckley, no one knows who I am. If yeah. you said Jay from the Inbetweeners, yeah. people will, will yeah. probably know who I, who I am. Yeah. But yeah. Nobody knows who I am. And that was the first time in sort of a, a public forum where I was being myself and chatting with people. And, uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Um, it was I, great. I, we are, just going back a second, we are going to do a show at some point. We found, because Virgin Radio is downstairs. Get this, Elizabeth. Virgin Radio is downstairs, right? So we share a building with Virgin and with, with TalkSport and all this stuff. Mm. And um, downstairs, the Virgin Radio lot, they've got like a little space where um, they do sessions with bands. And me and Catherine saw this the other day and we went, oh, and we said to the Virgin Radio people, is this all set up? Could you do a live show from here? They went, yeah. I said, do you get audiences in? They went, yeah. So we're at some point, we're going to uh, investigate doing a, a sh- doing the show from downstairs in the, the, the Virgin Radio session room and invite listeners just to come and rock up and, um, and sit in and, and be part of the show. Um, well, that's it. That's, uh, you're, 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 then, you're blurring the lines now between... Uh, radio host and rock star there. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's it. Everybody, thought. everybody yeah. who's who's a comedian, and Elizabeth, I know you, you're a comedian as well, aren't you? Yeah, I just stand uh, up and podcast. You stuff. wanted to be a you wanted to be a rock star, didn't you? Uh, I, I wanted to be an all saint. A what? An all thing? I wanted to be an all saint. All saint. Oh, an all saint. You said an orphan. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, James, I bet I'm slightly different because you're an actor, but I bet you wanted to be a rock star, didn't you? At some point. Yeah, I was in a band before I started. Were doing you the band. really? Yeah. What what kind of stuff were you playing? Like sixties stuff, I bet. We were um like a really bad oasis. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say a nineties kind of band. I knew he was. Yeah. And he would go and perform the entire Mosley Shoals album live uh, from start to finish. Um, oh, I did not know that. And I think this is the thing with, with, and I started out in comedy and I wanted to be a rock star. And, and most comedians wanted to be rock stars. And it's, it's a much better job than being a comedian or being an actor or doing, you know, doing this nonsense. Of course it's a much better job. Yeah, you get more, you get more money. You got screaming fans. You only have to work an hour and a half a night. There's better booze, better drugs. Everything gets paid for. Don't do drugs, kids. I have to say, cause my boss thinks I encourage drug taking on the show, which I don't. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, a, it will be a much better life. And we've all ended up somehow doing well, this kind of nonsense. The problem is, is people who, uh, uh, comedians, comedic actors. I guess I'm a comedic actor. I suppose you you have to be into comedy. You you sort of have to be self aware, and I think you have to be the opposite if you want to be a rock star. Yeah, yeah. You can't. I don't think. Pe- I think people that are, who are comedians know what's going on around them, and they know what they're doing in that moment. Uh, because usually it will become an anecdote that they will <laughs> recount on stage. Um, but rock stars, I think, could just, just think they're rock stars and just, it, I, I, it, I, yeah, I guess, that's the only way they can operate, I guess. It is an attitude, isn't it? I, I do you remember, uh, James, I know you're, you're, you're significantly younger than me, but, um, in, yes. in the 90s, 
when um, everyone was going, comedy's the new rock and roll, comedy's the new rock and roll. And you would have people like Newman and Badil, Rob Newman and David Badil, I think. Vic and Bob. Uh, well, yeah, Vic and Bob. But Newman and Badil, I think, were the first people to play, first comedians to do Wembley, a comedy show yeah. in an arena. They played Wembley Arena, you know, and, and, and it was, for the mo- you know, for a moment, everyone did believe that comedy was the new rock and roll. And there were comedy clubs opening up everywhere. If you had a tiny room above a pub or in a restaurant, uh, then there would be a comedy club and someone would come and, and, you know, put on open nights and stuff like that. Um, but it's kind of, I don't know where I'm going with this point, so I'm going to stop. Stopped. No, I know what you mean. It's sort of, I, I, I felt that, uh, that people, that things were promised to me if I got into comedy. When I was sort of, when I, when the Inbetweeners was first coming out, things like the Mighty Boosh were really big. Yeah. And those two guys are basically comedic rock stars and yeah. everybody loves them. And I was like, wow, this is what my life's going to be like. Uh, but really what it is, is uh, just sitting in traffic. <laughs> I've, I've, moved, like, I've moved maybe 20 yards. I'm still on Trafalgar Square. If anyone wants to come and say hello to me on Trafalgar Square. Don't, I'm, mate. You can't, listen, you we, 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 we cannot give out the location <laughs> of celebrities. Because you, you'll be like a... Bernie Eccleston's mother-in-law has been kidnapped, for crying out loud. They'll be after you, James, and I'm not paying a ransom. Yeah, I think... I think people will assume that there isn't much money to be made in kidnapping me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, so I'm safe. Okay. In a, way, in a way. But everything's all right? You're, are you busy? Are you doing anything at the moment? Um, yeah, I've just finished um, doing a, a, a new TV show with Baby Cow and Steve Coogan. Oh, fantastic. So that's good. Ooh. That's not what I'm called up for, anyway. Like, I, feel, I feel bad for saying that now. No, I'm don't, don't, don't at all, because I'm, you know, I'm, I am a geek and I'm genuinely interested. But say, I'm a comedy geek, too. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> say, say is, 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 are you allowed to tell us anything about it, or do you not want to? You don't have to if you don't want to. I'll, I'm probably allowed to tell anything, but I actually don't want to, because I'm genuinely just—I'm genuinely just calling up to see how you are. Fine. I'm, do you know what? All right. Very briefly, then, if you ask, let's have let's have an honest answer. How am I? I'm missing Catherine, who's not here because she's away for a couple of weeks, and I always feel very anxious when. And we've got Emma and uh, Ed uh, working on the show, who are excellent, who are excellent. But I'm um, uh, I'm always anxious when you know Catherine, is it, my producer, is not here. Uh, how am I? I'm tired. I'm feeling a little bit lonely, and I start to write a heartfelt open email to my sister today explaining where i am in my life and then halfway through it i just went oh i can't write this today goodbye and i did that yeah. so there's stuff i need to address and i'm hesitant to address it there you go that's how i am well that's what fine you always no say, and you always say none of this matters none of this matters none of this matters you're absolutely right james okay. let's uh, send me a text you come in whenever you want mate it's it's an open oh, door okay. for you Love it. Enjoy your um, traffic round Trafalgar Square. It's all right for some in it, Elizabeth, eh? Now. It's all right Have for some. Dream. See you later, James. See you, mate. Bye, James. Bye-bye. It's all right. How the other half live, Elizabeth? I know. The I'm thing jealous is, now. He, he says he's stuck in traffic. What he didn't tell you was, he's in the back of one of those big white stretch limos with the pink neon lights underneath, and he's got girls, and he's got Jack Daniels and Coke, and he's yeah. got he's probably got a 3D TV in the back playing um, uh, PlayStation 5 in there. So it's, it's a little bit different to what we'd be experiencing, isn't it? I know. So we get to your point, Elizabeth. I think it was about your horrible yellow feet, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what else to do, and it's my parents' wedding anniversary at the weekend. It's just all too stressful, Ian. Elizabeth, I hope your feet get better, and I hope your parents have a lovely wedding anniversary. Ray, stay there. You've been waiting for ages, but Ben has been waiting even longer. Yes, Ben. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. How are you, Ian? Oh, is this? Hello, Ben. Yes, I'm great, thank you. D- did a certain moon pig arrive today? Yes, a card arrived today. Yes. And are you happy with it? Well, I mean, uh, happy is a strong word. A card arrived today. Thank you for sending a card. And it, you accept my apology? I accept your apology, yes. But, but, but you, you seem hesitant. What, what was the problem with the card? There was no problem with the card. Oh, excellent. So we're, 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 we're tight. Excellent. I'm going to smash your back door in in a minute. What have I done? No, nothing. What have I, I done? Nothing. No, we are tight. No, but you like the card you... you I know, I didn't... Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I express no opinion on the card. A card arrived. Apology accepted. We're cool. Three, three pounds. I think it was about three pounds eighty. Right, what's that got Which, to do with me? No, I'm just saying that, um, that I thought that was pretty good value for the fact that... It's allowed me to to apologise to you for three pounds eighty. I well, think you, that's pretty. Well, you could have you could have apologised for free. Or, or with flowers. I thought of getting flowers. No, actually. no, no. That's weird. The card was uh, the card was a little bit weird. If I'm completely now, honest. Now I've just been reading Nilsson's biography. Oh yeah. And um, those bodies, <laughs> those those bodies under the floorboards. I mean, it, that Muzzle Hill flat. Yeah, now this is this is Dennis Nielsen we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, not I'm afraid to say Harry Nielsen. You got the wrong. Love one. Harry. I love Harry, but Dennis, Dennis unfortunately Moore. had a he had a flat in Muswell Hill, and they thought it was chicken bones that was blocking yeah. the drains. Dennis Nielsen went, once winked or, or or looked sexual, had a sexual look in his eye um, across the bar to one uh, certain Mister Jim Moyer, who later became Vic Reeves. Yes, Vic Reeves could have been his next victim. Yeah, he could have been, and and Vic Reeves also made tea for the Yorkshire Ripper. I think that uh, Mister Moyer has some questions to answer i know i've always found him a bit uh, a bit mysterious he's yeah. got a very nice wife though he's got a love a lovely oh, and wife he's, he's also one of the most charming gentlemen you could ever possibly hope to meet he, he really is actually yes. um well, if you, you go him? on to go- if you go on to google um images you can find his wife yes, standing he- in the middle of a london street yes. in nothing nothing but her underwear okay well um, i won't do that but thank you for the uh, the heads and- up. And um, you like that? You like the cards? You you you, you no, are pleased with the no no the card. <laughs> you see, I knew it. The card arrived. I have accepted the apology. I'm not saying I like the card. I put it straight in the bin. If I'm honest. Talk radio. An hour down, and what an hour! Uh, two more to go. Kyle, Darren, Ray, you'll be next. Uh, if you, dear listener, want to take part, now is an excellent time to call. We'll call you back, of course. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Here's the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Little fella, you're so tired You can hardly lift your head But you want to hear a story Before you go to bed So if you'll be quiet And listen patiently I'll sing you a song 
that my mother sang to me. Little cowboy, put your saddle in the barn, tie your horse up tight, so we'll know no harm. Put your hat and your gun beside you on the chair. Don't forget you got to say little friend, little cowboy. You better hit the Sandman Trail, or you'll be late for round the time. You know, if you wanna be a cowboy, you better rest a while, little cowboy baby of the old corral. Little cowboy baby of the old corral. I wait for four four nine nine one thousand. I'm going to learn that on ukulele, and then we're going to we're all going to have a nice sing along. How's about them apples? So, uh, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. We're doing things um, a little bit differently today. Um, Catherine's gone away, which is great for her. Uh, Emma and Ed are um, the crew stoking the engine at the bottom of the ship. No? Anyway, they're stoking the engine. I'm trying to captain this thing as best I can. And I just thought it would be nice tonight. And we, we'll do this every once in a while if it works. And it, by the first, judging by the first hour, it seems to work. It certainly uh, uh, impacted on um, my attitude. Um, so tonight we're just doing a phone-in radio show. Doesn't that sound simple? So there's no Periscope. There are no tweets, no texts, no emails. I'm not Googling anything. I've got my computer because I'm playing songs off it. Um, and that's it. And I thought we'd have a go and see where that takes us. And I think it will, it, certainly in that first hour, it's made me, and by default the show, more focused because I'm not distracted by talking to the periscopers or arguing with the, the tweeters or anything like that. So, if you want to take part in the show, if you want to have your say, you're going to have to pick up the telephone and call in 0844 499 1000. 0844 499 1000. We call you in. What are we talking about? Well... We've talked about Harry Nilsson. We've um, talked about when comedy was being perceived as the new rock and roll. And everyone wanted to be a comedian. Uh, we've talked about Yellow Feet. And that's... That's all I can think of. If you want to contribute on any of those things or your own thing, then 0844 499 one thousand. Let's go to Ray. Hello, Ray. When the punter takes a tumble as a fool. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. The big red building on Golders Green Road. I drove, I now regularly, my therapist is um, up in Hampstead. So every Tuesday at approximately a quarter past twelve, I drive past the big red building on no, Golders Gold Green, Green Road. Road. And here's, here's the thing, Ray. Yeah. It's not that big. It's, it's red. Yeah. It's red. It's definitely red. It's yeah. not that big, though. No, I've, I've passed it many times myself. Never been in it. No. But, no, yeah. I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't, but um, it's 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 disappointing. <clears throat> yeah, the other place I used to pass by was. Um, do you remember the chair centre? Oh, that was up in Arnos Grove, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I used to know. Girl, I used to go out with a girl that lived up round there, and um, uh, yeah, every time that. But every time I heard that ad, that rem- I was a weird. And that uh, <laughs> I've also um, been driving past a lot today, Marouche. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny? All adverts and other radio stations, by the way. So let's quickly. Yeah, long gone, long gone. Let's go. Anyway, Ray, sorry, you've been waiting for ages. What you got for us, boss? Um, Well, today um, I kind of lost control when I was in um, a DIY store because I just could not find what I was looking for. Yes. And um, my partner managed to disarm me by saying to me, "None of this matters. None of this matters." And that's it. I just, I just couldn't be mad anymore. Is I, I I wish I could remember that phrase and act on it as 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 much as I would like to because at the moment it feels like everything matters, yeah, everything. I mean, yeah, she was absolutely right. Yeah. You know, that was me not able to find what I wanted, and she goes, "None of this matters." I, I thought, "Yeah, you, you're right. It doesn't. It doesn't matter mm. at all. None of this matters." And um, you know, everything will be right. I've got a nice day tomorrow. I've got the boys. Tomorrow, so I should get six hours sleep, which will be hard work, but that's fine. And mm. um, then I've got the boys all day, and if I'm lucky, I'll get an hour's kit before I come in to do this nonsense tomorrow. So, um, yeah, we shall uh, see. Hey, I tell you what, I saw today, Rush. I've been in London all day today doing my, my last uh, laugh out loud voiceover and other bits and pieces. Yeah, and um, I saw outside a property, um, the new phone book. The new phone book? The new phone book. Oh, how does it differ? Well, it's really, really tiny. Oh, right, so, like, you could fit it in a handbag if you wanted. Well, no, it wasn't quite that tiny. It was, you could fit it in a man bag. Yeah. But it was very, very thin. That's oh, right, they made it uh, small, like, like that certain catalogue store have done. Yeah, well, it was, it looked more like it was thin, thinner than your Thompson Local. Yeah. And it made me think, right, I didn't know people still got phone books, because I don't... Like, we've not had one. We had one when we lived in London, actually. So we, we've not had one for about three years, right? They've all got smaller. I've just noticed In fact, I've received one through the door just uh, this week. I remember being a kid, Ray, and you're, we're of a similar age. I remember yeah. getting... Uh, uh, where, where we used to live, you'd mm. get phone books. There were so many phone numbers, and people had yet to discover the joys of being ex directory that you would have phone um books that you get two or three phone books one would be a to m and then the others would be e to k l to r and l to s to z wait a minute that's four that's four phone books yeah oh yeah back in the 70s they had four of them flipping heck yeah london wide but who uses oh so sorry she's busting in (laughs) who's using phone books these days yeah no one uses them they're, they're, almost everyone is ex-directory why would what and it's it's bt that make it and, and boy oh boy the news about open reach recently has been interesting because open reach is the the it's the worst customer service oh yeah they're ever up, do they? oh they're awful yeah <laughs> i'd like to get broadband installed yeah we can fit you in on thursday the 12th thursday isn't the 12th no that's in three <laughs> months time oh jeez oh. jeez 
And then like a week or two before you get a letter come through, sorry, we can't make it, we'll rebook you. Yeah, or, or you're, you're on the toilet on the day for like five minutes and you come downstairs <laughs> and there's that card in the door, we, we called, but you, no one was in. And you go, yeah. no, I wasn't, you didn't ring the doorbell. And you phone up the number on there and they say, well, we can't get the van to turn around. You go, it was literally five minutes ago. Mm, yes. The best one was um, uh, that th- th- was Amazon. Amazon delivery is pony, which is why I, I cancelled my um, Amazon Prime. Right, <clears throat> and um, the best one was I got an email. I was waiting in all day for a package. I got an email saying, um, "We tried to deliver your package at seven fourteen, and there was nobody in, and this was at five minutes past seven. And I yeah. phoned up and I said. But they said, well, yeah, they tried to deliver at 7.14. I said, right, why don't you look at the clock? They went, oh, it's only 7.11. I yeah. went, yeah, do you notice that there's a discrepancy? Do you get? Mm-hmm. And they would always say, we couldn't get access to your property. Oh, and, yeah, and the right. people on the, on the Amazon phone would go, well, that means that there's, you probably live in a block of flats. I said, nope, it's a house. Nope. Right, was the, was the gate locked? I said, no, I live in a house. There is a driveway. It is completely open. We don't even have a fence. It is impossible. Well, they couldn't get in your street. I said, it's a street. It is impossible for them to not get access to my property. They just make excuses. Oh, it's rubbish. Rubbish. And also, you see, anybody can deliver for Amazon now. It's just, it's just dodgy blokes hurtling around in vans. They don't even have any number on them or anything. Hmm. Oh, I've, I've enjoyed that little rant there, right? It felt good, actually. Yeah, it does you good. It does good, doesn't it? It does, feel does good. you good. It does feel good. Anyway, anything else for us? Uh, one more thing. Um, yes. Back in uh, years ago, you used to get this, um, have this, I think it was Scottish, uh, cab driver used to call you up and... Basically, he was like a real wet blanket. He just used to moan all the time. Who was he? Was his name Chris or Carlin? Oh, Chris! Did he? Well, yeah. Chris. Okay, gosh, blimey! Uh, let me just clear Sorry my memory. Sorry to bring about. him up. But... No, no, no. Chris. Well, if it's the Chris I'm thinking of, he used to do a character yeah. years and years ago when I was on XFM, and this was 17 years ago. Oh. Um, and he would do a character. Uh, and would talk like that and play, let's play clock shop. Trevor. Right. But uh, I don't, did he call up as Chris? He, and there was a cab driver called Chris who was Scottish. Who, who, uh, um, yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I know he, he started slagging me off on an internet forum once and I thought, nice yeah. one, mate. I, I, I tried to get him paid work and um, that's yeah. how you repay me. Thanks a lot. Bye. Yeah, because he, he used to say, like, like Ricky Gervais and, um, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen, they're all doing well and you're not. Why yeah. do you think that is, Ian? And, you know, yeah, I know, I know. Like, you know, all these people coming on making fart noises. Is it funny? No, it's not. You know, <laughs> like, why do you bother ringing up? I do. Well, what, right, listen, thank you for that. What a, a strange thing to pluck from my past, but I appreciate it. Thank you. 0844 499 uh, This is Talk Radio. Darren, Kyle and John. Stay there. That's the order. We're going to come to you. Yes, Darren. Hello. Oh, hip, hip, hip. What? what? <laughs> Hang on a minute, sorry, I was expecting a grown man, not a 15-year-old boy going through puberty. <laughs> you caught me, uh, well, I was surprised. Caught you doing um, what, Darren? What? What? <laughs> what, would you, what could possibly prompt that noise to come out of a man's mouth? The only I, thing I can imagine, if it's not your voice breaking, is your mum catching you tugging one out. <laughs> no. Sorry, was it that bad? I did say hip, hip, hip. Yeah, be whoa. Oh, goes mum. Quick, hide it. Oh, anyway, Darren, oh. you're on now. You're on. We're, you're on. We're alive. We're well. Everything is groovy, man. What you got for us? 
Right. I, I well, first of all, I was going to ring in about um, uh, Nielsen, but um, you know the guy the other day was saying he was writing down things, and your, your show just sends you off on tangents all the time. Yeah. Well, personally, me sends me off on tangents, well, and um, that your your friend from Swansea, my life. Well, this it's not it's not, not a friend of mine. Yeah, I know. It was, yeah. 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 Uh, Jonathan, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the um, I think he loves that word, doesn't he? Misanthrope. Yeah, yeah, he does. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to get to Jonathan's soul. You won't be able to. No, no, no. It, it doesn't exist. It's too we, dark. We had, a, we had a little sniff of his soul today, don't you think? No. You don't no. think? I don't think you'll ever get to it. I think he's, uh, I think he's, he, he's found that word, misanthrope as a teenager and thought that's that's going to be me yeah. for the rest of my life i think i i found that word and thankfully like you it, i like people you know <laughs> yeah. even though it kills you sometimes but it, it really depressed me absolutely depressed me i was going to talk about nielsen yeah you still can um i've got one album by him which one? Nielsen. Nielsen Schmilson. Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah, the, that's the most popular. That's the one with, without you. Yeah. You I can't th- live <laughs> if living is without you. I can't <laughs> give. Oh, I went for it. I couldn't do it. I went for it. You can't hit that note. Mm. Um, it's I've an got- awful song. Isn't that an awful song? No, I no, I don't think it is. I, I I think it's a brilliant song. I think it's been misappropriated. That's uh, that's the thing, isn't it? Well, I think we, it's one of those songs that we've all heard too much. Yeah, right, we've all heard it way too many times, right? And so, um, when we when we listen to it, when it comes up on the radio, we listen to it, we put it on, or it comes up on a compilation, we don't hear that actually. It is a magnificent powerhouse of a song with a wonderful, breathtaking vocal. It's become wallpaper. Yeah, that's it. It was uh, Bridget Jones, wasn't it? Was it Bridget I, don't, Jones I don't know. Or? I don't know if it was in Bridget Jones, but I know that it was originally um, done by Badfinger, and their version isn't particularly good. And Nielsen heard their version, which isn't that great, and... He heard something in that song that the guys that wrote it hadn't heard. And he went, I can do that. I can do that song and I can do it better and I know how to do it. And I think it is just one of the most powerful songs of all time. Now, uh, another song, right? Another song. And I think this is the version of it. Another song. That we've heard a million times, right? What do you think about Bridge Over Troubled Water? Oh, uh, well, I love the original. Yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. Well, I, I actually love Southern Garfunkel. Yeah. yeah. Bridge Over Troubled Water, though, is another song that, um, along with, like, got Good Vibrations and yep. Yesterday and yep. all these songs that are amazing songs, but we've heard them so much. And Bridge Over Troubled Water, to a lot of people, is the same as um, Without You by Nielsen. It's... Um, it's, it means, um, uh, easy listening. It's smooth FM. It's, it's musical wallpaper. And what they don't hear is the fact that it is one of the most amazing, 
powerful songs of all time. Now, Darren, have you got yeah. have you got five and a half minutes? Yep. Right. What we're gonna do, I did this at another place, right? There is a recording of Simon and Garfunkel live in nineteen sixty nine, right? They've recorded the Bridge Over Troubled Water album, but they haven't released it yet, and they're playing a concert. And they introduce a new song. Now, you know what it's like when you go and see bands and they go, here's a new song. That's normally when you go to the bar or go for a wee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But 1969, Simon and Garfunkel go, here's a new song. It's not out yet. Right. And they play, never been broadcast or, or on the radio yet. It's a, a, a song that no one's heard. And they play Bridge Over Troubled Water. Right. And the audience reaction is incredible because they quite quickly are aware that they are listening to something momentous. They are listening to a genuine groundbreaking song, right? So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play that version of that, them playing it live in 1969 to an audience of about 5,000 people that have never heard the song before. And dear listener, and you, Darren, and you, Kyle, and Rashid, and John, and you at home, I want you to listen to it and try, and this is impossible to do, but you can get close to it. Try and imagine you've never heard the song before. Imagine you are one of these 5,000 or so people Sat in the audience. Here's a new one off an album we've not yet released. Oh, flipping it. This will be rubbish. Listen to the song, Bridge Over Troubled Water, as though you've never heard it before. This is also one of our new songs. It's called Bridge Over Troubled Water. Oh, 
when you're on the street when evening falls so hard I years ago right yeah. since hearing that a couple of years ago now when i hear songs that i know are brilliant but i've heard them a million times yeah. i try and listen to them like it's the first ever time yeah and you hear it you hear the music <laughs> well you you're, you're preaching as a choir with me when it comes to the song of the car i love i absolutely love them. Well, i want you to go and do the same uh, without her 
Without you. No, without, without, you. Us, without her. So what I was going to say about that, that Nielsen song, yeah. was that I don't like that song. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it's ever, ever nothing's going to take my mind. I think I've got too much um, history with it, probably. Right, but this is what I'm saying, Darren. This is what I'm saying. Forget the history. Try and listen to it like you've never heard it before. His yeah. voice on that, Nilsson's voice on Without You, is as good as Art Garfunkel's yeah. voice on, on Bridge Over Troubled Water, and that is flipping no, angelic. I, I completely agree. It's a, he, he sings it absolutely brilliantly. It's just that song. Yeah. Just, just drives me potty. You know the track after that is Coconut? Have you heard that? Yeah, I know coconut. Put the lime in the coconut, you mix it all <laughs> up. You put the lime in the coconut, you mix it all up. I think that was in Reservoir Dogs, wasn't it? I think they used that. In, I think it was one of the Tarantino films. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember yes. The best track on that album yeah. is Jump in the Fire, which was used in um, Goodfellas. Do you know that one? No, I don't. I don't know that album very well. I'm working through them, Darren, chronologically. When I get there, I'll get there. Thank you for that, Darren. And thank you, for, of course, for the um, opportunity to play that. But this is what I try and do. The best one for me to try and do it with is Good Vibrations. Every time I listen to Good Vibrations, part of the, you, know, you go, oh, it's Good Vibrations, I know this song backwards. And if I, if I have the time or the inclination, I really try and focus and imagine I've never heard it before and that it's a brand new song. And flip it, heck, it's rewarding. 0844... Four nine nine one thousand. Kyle, Rashid, Katia, you're next. Uh, this is Talk Radio. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Yes, Kyle. Evening. You okay? I'm all right, Kyle. What you got for us, boss? Well, I was going to say too too many things to talk about. The Go version on. of uh, Bridge Over Trouble Water. I'd never heard that version Isn't before. And it good. And you can hear the thing. It's someone. Um, it's on YouTube, right? If you want to get it. It's uh, from a concert. There's a whole concert live 1969, which is joyous. And someone makes the astute point under the uh, the comments that um, uh, you, when they go, this is a new one from our new album, you can imagine the audience groaning. They're thinking, I'll just sing the sound of silence. And in, 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 any concert now that someone played the opening chords to bridge over troubled water, there'd be everyone would go nuts. And there it's met with silence. And then at the end of it, the, that, that the audience know They've heard one of the greatest pop songs, one of the greatest American songs of all time, from any genre. And they know that. They know they've just witnessed something special. But am I right in thinking there's no, there's not strings? There wasn't strings on that version, was That there? was just, I think it was just the piano with a little bit of cymbal at the end. Which I love the version, is it of Sound of Silence? And they might have done it for Granada, of all people. Because the original version of Sound of Silence was just sort of... It wasn't like it ended up being. Do you see what I mean? The original version was just them, wasn't it? A guitar and them. I, and, I think so. And they recorded it, and, and nothing happened for six months. And then um, so, someone at the record company, I think it was Columbia, went, hey, there's this kind of folk rock um, uh, thing going on. We've got that song with the, that duo, that Tom and Jerry duo. Why don't we put some drums on it and, and a bit of uh, some other instruments and see what happens? And it got released, and it obviously became a huge hit. I, I think you're totally right on that. Yeah. I think it was remixed. Um... So the other couple of bits I had, which uh, one which is very very childish, but anyway, um, when you were talking about the bloke who picked his phone up and um, it sounded a bit like he was caught in the middle of something, didn't you used to have a caller called Fat Boy the Masturbator? Yes, was that you? 
Uh, yeah, we had, um, yeah, we have Fat Boy the Masturbator, who's a fat lad who would phone up while he was masturbating. This is on the, on Absolute. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. No, I can't believe that. <laughs> Isn't it funny how these things lodge in your mind? Um, and the last thing I was going to say to you was, uh, I'm, I'm so amazed about Jonathan tonight that I, that for the first time ever, I had sympathy with him. And I don't like that. I feel really weird. Um, well, um, well, those those are feelings, and those feelings are, um, you know, not liking that and feeling weird. That's acceptable, you know. Yeah, that's. Um, but it's Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. It just feels a bit. I don't know. Dirty. I don't know. I just, you know. Everyone's got a story, man. Everyone's got a story. Well, I think it's a similar, and obviously, I'm not going to. Obviously, your show is not therapy. But I had similar growing-up situation. It's really weird, because it was a different conversation I would have had with you in three counties. But I've had, you know, my upbringing was quite similar to Jonathan, I think, based on what he said. Well, what's interesting, you're saying that, and this isn't a judgment on you, but I imagine that a lot of people... I imagine that some people will have projected their own childhoods on Jonathan. He didn't actually say a lot about his childhood. He didn't didn't really say what his mum had done wrong... Um, apart from not telling him who his dad was, and, and and that was kind of all he said. So it's interesting you're saying yours was similar. Yeah, no, that's a, that's the same thing. And I've a good friend. I think we both know who might be listening. But being totally honest with you, exactly the same thing. Mum brought me up, or whatever. Never knew who my dad was. I had a big falling out with my mother, you know, and sort of totally disowned her, and vice versa. So it was just really weird. I just found it quite hard to listen to Jonathan tonight, but not hard against him for the first time. But, yeah, I found that very difficult. It's almost as if, Kyle, it's almost as if I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's not a dig at you. That's not a dig at you. Um, But a lot of people say, what do you let Jonathan on for? What do you let him on for? Man, I'm here for two years, right? I'm playing the long game. Mm. It's almost as if I know what I'm doing. Um, James Wales going to be on Big Brother. I know, I saw that in the papers today. It's nuts, isn't it? Well, it's funny because I did... Oh, this sounds awful. And, and, and I don't mean this against you, because obviously I think the world of you, which sounds really weird. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was really weird because it was like... I almost got the feeling that it's like, right, we can try and get Ian for this. It's like, all oh, right, Ian can't do it. Can we go for another DJ? Uh, James Wales, he'll well, do it. I, well, I could have done it. <laughs> I could have, I could have done it. I, you know, I was, I, I, I say, I went and had the meeting. I'm glad they didn't ask me because I, 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 I wouldn't have wanted to do it. I would only have done it if they'd, um, I, I, if they'd have offered it to me. I did go for the meeting. If they'd have offered it to me, I would have asked for a lot of money. I would have asked for more money than they would have been prepared to pay me. So, um, it w- wouldn't have happened. But could I ask you two questions? You can ask me two questions. I may not okay. answer them. No, no, that's fine. I would totally respect that. Right. So, in one way, so the two, right, I'll, I'll couch them together quite quickly. Okay. Right. Would it have been weird for you, having done what you did on the companion show, as the first bit, and two, because people said it to me, if you'd have got in there, do you think you would have gone absolutely mental? Uh, no and no. Okay. Because cool. I know it's a TV show. 
Mm-hmm. And I get that it's a TV show, and I know how it works, and I know what they do, and I also know that some of the celebrities sometimes come out of the house, and I also know that people go in the house and explain things. So it's not as tough as they make it look. But you don't need to do this. I know that. Oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I'd always said no to these things, um, because it, it's kind of an indication that your career is over, but but I'd have asked for eighty thousand pounds. I would have done it for sixty, um, and that is a lot of money. You know, that's a huge chunk of mortgage paid off. Do you know what I mean? That's what yeah. I would have done it for. I wouldn't have done it for a career. I wouldn't have done it um, as to get back on telly and feed my ego. I would have done it because I want to pay off a big chunk of my mortgage. That's why. I'm going completely blunt about it. And I think maybe that came across in the, the meeting I had with them. You know, I, I, I said all the things they wanted me to say. There are d- two things, right, that, the reason I didn't, they didn't ask me. Well, well, no, it boils down to one. It boils down to one, of course. I'm not famous enough for them and that's and that's basically what it is and i kind of knew that i wasn't i was i I was doing it to to kind of get a gauge on my um on my star on my standing Mm -hmm. in the um show business community and i think it's fair to say my stock is a little bit lower than i thought it was a little bit not significantly but a little bit i don't have particularly high estimations of my star at all but it's a little bit lower than i thought it was and that's fine okay. and that's all fine man it's all groovy so I, don't, oh, well, I don't know you know I, I i personally don't agree with that i think from their point of view sort of because it is that sort of 90s culture thing and people remember you from the love the Clock show yeah so I, and also because your profile was on um big brother's bit on the side that's yeah. right isn't it yeah um so I think they would. I think people would have accepted you, but I, I think it would have been curious well, to see you in the well, house. People would have. Uh, you know what? That's a different thing. People, uh, people may have accepted me, but um, the producers didn't think I was a big enough catch. And then you've got James Whale. Well, apparently hmm. so. Well, James is good. He'll never come back here. That will never happen, huh? Do you not think? Huh? Do you not think? Huh? Well, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, Rashid. Ian, hip 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 hip. Rashid. How you doing? How you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm enjoying the show. I'm, hey, in, I'm hey, in darkness. Fa- there's no there's no periscope. There's no Twitter bothering me. I'm digging it, man. Yeah, it's great, man. It's nice. It's nice because the other day you were asking how could you make the world a better place. Yeah. And I think I listened to that show, but I didn't have a chance to call it. But a lot of it was down. A lot of the, 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 you know, the listeners calling in, they were saying all media things that were making their life sad. Yeah. You know, whether it was Twitter, whether it was newspapers, whether it was, you know, internet. But the other thing I'd like to add to that is if I could change something, it would be the 24-hour rolling news. You know what I mean? That yeah. does my head in. Yeah, I mean, on. you can turn over the channel, but you know what I mean? You're just I, tempted to. You, once you sit there, something's happened, and you, you turn it on, and you're watching it all day, and, all, and then you well, they go in feel, your car on the radio, and it. And they feel that they have to to fill the news with um, with something, 
And I also think as well, when there is, for for example, when there were, um, gosh, there have been so many terrorist attacks in France, I can't yeah. remember which one I'm talking about, but there was there was a terrorist attack in France, and some of yeah. the, the press got annoyed because the French authorities kicked them out of, out of a certain area where there was a siege taking place. Yeah. And I thought, that's brilliant. There should be, when there is a siege taking place there should obviously be a news blackout because guess what the terrorists will be watching it on their phones and they'll know exactly you get all these helicopter shots and they'll, well they'll know where the coppers are but you know what ian you know what i like about today's show yeah it's a place where because there's many things i could talk about and all this stuff that's going on and in my head and all that um but it's a place where we can just come and talk about yeah. things you know about music about different things and thanks for that thanks for that uh, bridge over trouble war i just i'm doing my deliveries i've got my headphones in i listen to that yeah and i did i followed your advice i tried to put myself like i've never heard it before yeah, yeah. and i was thinking about my family and yeah. it did have me in, in tears didn't it doesn't it and it, it, and it and it should do it should have us in tears every time but we've heard it a million times and it's always on smooth and when it comes on smooth yeah. you go ah not this turn over to six music or to, turn over and it's it's one of the greatest songs ever um, speaking man. of it's great amazing. songs but the other thing no, is hang on a second hang on a second rashid rashid hang on a second you'll you, you get your time don't worry we're, we're enjoy, on, i'm enjoying on. these long conversations tonight all right all uh, right. And, and katie and dave you'll be next oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. speaking of great songs i went to tesco tonight to get some sweeties i was a bit naughty and i've i've i've, I've crashed my diet so i went and bought some sweeties and there I was some, some advice about the diet yeah. all right there were some young right. men in tesco and one of them was singing and the song was so catchy i heard it once i'd like to sing it for you now if i may rashid well thank you here yes, we go please. i'm not gonna cry no I'm well you might do this is what the young man was singing in the sandwich aisle of tesco go on, when i put it in my ting get wet when you put it in is it in yet <laughs> 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 when I put it in, my ting get wet. When you put it in, is it in yet? Well, Ian, you've got to have it in the context. It wasn't by the cash point, was it, with his card, and it was raining. No, no, no. And, okay. uh, next time you hear that song, just imagine it's the first time you've ever heard it, and you're buying sandwiches <laughs> in Tesco. Well, Flip, I can't think it? about my family when I think about that. No, no, no. Exactly. exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Oh, go on, what you got for us? Oh, Ian, um, yeah, my daughter's going abroad. She's going to work abroad. Uh, so I was thinking of some songs to put on a little playlist, and that's going to be one of them. What, when, when I put it in, my ting get wet. When you no, put it in, is it in yet? No, man, it's my daughter. What are you well, about? exactly, that's what I'm wondering. Not my wife, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where's she going? She's going to be a teacher in Dubai. Flipping it. How old is she, man, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, 24. 24, but still, but so, you know, a mature young lady, but still your your little baby. Yeah, well, she's my stepdaughter, to be honest. Right, okay. I, t I, I do tell her about your uh, show because she suffers from social anxiety. but um, And it's a big challenge for her going over there, but um, I'm, I'm, encouraging, I'm encouraging, encouraging her to do it because I know she can do it. That would be an amazing, an amazing experience. Ian, guess what she said to me the other day? Because we've been going through some hard times with the family. It's been a couple of... Did she say, when I put it in... My no, no? Ian, okay. Ian, the opposite... She okay. said to me, she said to me, uh, Rash, can I, can I ask you something? I said, yeah. She goes, can I call your dad? Yay! Can uh, I call your dad? That and I hope, you, I hope you said no. 
Well, I didn't. I said, of course you can. But oh. I said, as long as you realise, like, you know, you've got your, you, you can't abandon your original dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you've got two dads, basically. And, I, you know, I gave her a pat on the head and a little hug and I told her that I love her. Well, but it was, it was a milestone, Ian, because yeah. we've been together since she was six years old. Right. And I've been through all the teenage dramas and all that stuff. And yeah. we've got there. But can I ask you about? Do you on a? Hang, know on, a about hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You, 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 what, what, what are you on tonight? You I don't jumping? Know, see, I'm jumping all over my the deliveries. Place. And I'm always, I'm always like you know rushing around. No, don't, home, you, don't rushing to, rush, rush, you don't have to rush. You don't have to rush. You don't have to rush. Rushy. I'm going to call rush, it. Rush. Rush. I'm all over you like a yeah, rush. Don't, exactly. You don't have to jump around here. Um, uh, when you said that. I had a big grin on my face, and it's, I don't even know you, I don't know her, I, I've never been in that situation. Yeah. No, I had a big grin nice on my face. Moment. How did that make you feel? It was a nice moment. I wanted to say, I wanted to say, yes, you know, but I, I held it down, and my back was, uh, my back was uh, uh, towards her, yeah. and I didn't let her see my reaction, and I turned around, and I, and I, I, I had to compose myself. Yeah. Because she doesn't like a big scene. It's, she described herself as Walter Mitty. She made me sit down and watch the film, and she goes, what I'm going through, I'm a bit of a, a Walter Mitty character. Yeah. So I watched that film with her, and I said, well, I'm glad we watched that film together, because now I understand you a lot more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm going to try my best. I'm going out with her to, to... I'm having a week off work. I've sacrificed my holiday. I'm going to go out with her and help her settle in to a new place. Only for a week, and I'm going to come back. Beautiful. And hopefully she's going to get on with it. But I want to talk to you about my other son. My other son, yeah. because I think I've, I kind of failed on that, on that side. He's a 19-year-old, and he came to see me today, and I said to him, "Son, what are you doing with yourself?" And he's going through the grumpy stage, like you know, the, yeah. he went from he went from a very inquisitive child of asking zillions of questions. Dad, what about this? Dad, what's that? Dad, and people used to say, "Oh, you got too many questions." I say, I used to say to everybody, "Leave him alone. Let him ask as many questions as he wants." Yeah. But he's gone from that now to a 19-year-old. You can't get a word out of him. He's like, yeah. No. Yeah. So I said to him today, son, uh, what you've been doing with yourself, trying to get conversation with him. And I told him, son, I wanted to, is there anything that you're passionate about? I wanted to be passionate about. And guess what he answered to me? Go on. He said, what does passionate mean? He genuinely didn't know what the word passionate wow. meant. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, where, what has happened? I didn't, I didn't react. I, no. I just said, I explained to him what passionate meant, and, I, and the, the analogy that I used, I said, you know, um, Gordon Ramsay, when you watch his, uh, when he's on about his food and all that, yeah. and he's passionate about yeah. the food. <laughs> so what are you passionate about? And he was lying on the sofa, and he goes, mm, boxing. Well, well, he's not really passionate about boxing. <laughs> but where, you know, what it is? Have you heard of the middle, the middle child sim- syndrome? Uh, well, I'm not. I, I've heard of it. I'm not completely sure. I know what it and means. I, I think he suffers from that because, like, you have your first child and yeah. you're you're buzzing about your first child. Everything is great. You, yeah. you buy all the equipment. You buy all the um, you know, the things. What you put them in. You carry them around. The bike seat. I had everything. And then the second child came around, and. Uh, they obviously get all the hand-me-downs, and you've been through all the, dramatic, yeah. you know, the, all the surprising stuff. And then you get, later on, I had another child, and she was the younger child, so yeah. all the attention, and she was a girl, and it's all gone back to him, the attention gone back to him, and I feel like I've left him out. You know I mean? But, but you go back to something like you said, you, you, you've not failed, because no. if you say you failed, well, that, that implies... Well, know what passionate about. Yeah, but, the- but if you're saying you failed, that implies that that's it over. It's not. It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You've exactly. got you've got another, well, he's probably got another, I don't know, 60, 70 years on this planet. You've got yeah. another, I don't know, 40, 50 years with him. You've got plenty of time. 
Hopefully. Plenty Hopefully. of time, Rashi. Rashi, one thing before you go. Yeah, yeah. When I put it in, my thing get wet. When you put it in, is it in yet? Oh, man, that's going to be in my head all night now. Yeah, well, ex- well, put it in your head if you want, I don't, whatever you fancy. Speaking of putting things in heads, it's Katie, British Katie. Yes, hello. Uh, good good evening. evening, British Katie. Um, Have you had your scones and your um, uh, hot chocolate? Absolutely, and I sang God Save the Queen many times today. Would you like to sing a song with me? Not really, It no. goes like this. No, not the thing in. When I put it in, my thing get wet. When you put it in, is it in yet? Yes. He was singing it in the sandwich aisle of Tesco! It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> good. Worrying. I understand that you've got difficulties with the geography in Belgium or what people speak. The Walloons. Yes, the Walloons. Uh, it seems to me, I'm not certain because I don't really know that place. Um, it seems to me that. that oh, place, you don't know Belgium, of course. No, I, know I don't you. know no. Belgium. No. I wouldn't go there. Why would no. I really? Um, they speak French, I understand. Uh, now, the Flemish, they speak Dutch. Right. And there's a tiny, tiny enclave but, but, in Belgium. But Flemish is 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 a is a language. Well, but but we call them the Flemish. Well, I mean, we uh, other people. Yes, on, people uh, who come from Belgium, not the not you because you're British. Not, not me, no. Um, yeah, they're, they're you're from called, Leslie Grantham. Absolutely, uh, they are called Flemish. The Flemish people. But right. who who are the Walloons? The Walloons, uh, they are down south. And they speak French. Do they not speak Flemish? Right, OK. And they also speak a dialect, which is called the Walloon. The so Walloon. I, was, I was right. Yeah. I, don't, I, 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 I can't say that. I was uh, watching the news yes. when uh, someone sent me uh, a tweet and asked uh, if I could help you, and that's what I'm doing. I don't know why they thought about me, really, because I know nothing. You're British, British well, Yeah, yes, yes. Leslie Grantham. Yeah, I read the encyclopedia, British encyclopedia, uh, with British words in it. So, uh, that's what I can tell you. When was the last time you used a phone book to find a telephone number? Actually, a book and flicked through and went down right. and found it. Um, I think when I moved to... I'd say ten years ago. Yeah, I'm going to say... I think even longer than ten years. Wow. Yeah. Really? If you go to a library, they still have got those ones. They've got phone books in libraries? Yes. Well, so hang on. So some sad sack is going to think, oh, I need a... Oh, I need a phone number. Uh, we've got, got the phone. We put it in the recycling. We're, we're going to... Right, let me get the bus. And then they get bus an hour into town. Go all the way up to the second floor. Got a lot of phone books here. Oh, got it. Right, write that down. They write it down. And then they put the... They go back in two hours. And by the time they get home, they're dead. And then it's probably a phone book from uh, 2003, so... Surely everybody now... Everybody is ex-directory, aren't they? Really? Um, I'm not sure that I am. Uh, how does that work, then? Do you have you, to ask for it? You say, I don't want my phone number right. in the phone book. Okay. Okay, I'll, I might have to... You used, you used to... Ha- if I've got this right, I'm sure you used to have to pay to be ex-directory. You don't now. No. But I'm sure it was only, like, like posh people that would do it, because you had to pay a few quid. It's like 20 quid a year or wow. something. 
that's extortionate. But you can find, I mean, I could probably find um, Bruce Forsyth's phone number if I wanted to now. No. It's probably online somewhere. It's probably on 4chan or um, um, Reddit or something. But you, you know a lot of things about radio. Yes. Right. How could I, because I've got a bucket list just in case. Yes. Which is the end is nigh, it seems. Yes. Um, this is what I would like to do before the end is nigh. Oh. I'd like to do, I'd like to do yes. a documentary for Radio 4. How would you well, go about well, it? Well, Katie, um, I would like to do a documentary for Radio 4. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, but <laughs> they won't commission it from me. So, the answer is... Yes. Uh, if uh, you're... All, right, let's go... Right, let's do a little uh, tick less. Right, you're Radio 4, yeah? You want to do it on Radio 4? Right. Yeah. Are you a woman? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's a tick. Are you a foreign woman? No. Okay, so that's one cross. Are you a black woman? No. No. Are you an Asian woman? It's not looking good. Are you in a ah, are you in a wheelchair? No. Are you a lesbian? Well, okay, I'm going to put the I'm going to put that as a yes. So that's two out of one, two, three, four, five, six. It's two out of six, Katie. I'm, uh, Katie, I'm really sorry. That's that's not enough to get a documentary on Radio Four Commission. I do apologise. How many ticks do I need? You, you're going to need four. So you need to become either foreign, black, Asian, or in a wheelchair. I suggest being foreign and uh, being in a wheelchair. All right, okay, that's possible then. Okay, fine. Well, uh, well, then I'm sure Radio 4 would love to hear your documentary. Thank you very much indeed. Dave and Mike, stay there. Coming to you after this. Talk Radio. Uh, right, uh, another hour of this to go, dear listener. 0844 is the phone number. We'll call you back. Um, when was the last time you used a phone but i can't imagine anyone's used one this century have they this is the news late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk little fella you're so tired you can hardly lift your head but you want to hear a story before you go to bed So if you'll be quiet and listen patiently I'll sing you a song that my mother sang to me Little cowboy, put your saddle in the barn Tie your horse up tight, so we'll know no harm Put your hat and your guns beside you on the chair Don't forget you got to sing, little friend Little cowboy, you better hit the Sandman Trail Or you'll be late for round the time, you know if you want to be a cowboy, you better rest a while. Little cowboy baby of the old corral. Little cowboy baby yes. of the old corral. Harry Nelson. And the new theme tune to the show. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. 0844 499 1000 is the phone number. We call you back. Um, 
we do call straight to air on a friday night now the last hour of the friday show we're certainly trying it for a while is um is straight to air the rest of the week it's as per you right dave is in france evening dave um, I'm, uh, evening Ian. hip 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 uh, hip 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 dave what have you got for us yes I, you took me by surprise because i'm not actually in france i'm on the other side of the rhine I'm, I'm in a small town on the other side of the rhine i just use the word telephone number i just use the word telephone to dial oh i see so we think you're in france hang on where are you in, in uh, the rhine germany then um, yes in a small t- a town called ostenburg Ost- the ostenburg of dem deutsch Yes. That is so good. Yes. So, no, don't, didn't you, when you used to have the telephone directory, didn't you used to go and check to see if your name, your family's name was actually uh, in the telephone directory? Yeah, we did, actually. When, yeah, when we were kids in the 70s and uh, the 80s, we were going to have a look. To, oh, look, we're in there, the rugby's. And we, we were very proud because normally we were the only checking. ones. And then, che- and then check to see if all the, your relatives were also in the directory. Well, we <laughs> didn't live near our relatives, so we, um, we, uh, it was just us. We were the only rugby's in the Slough phone book. But what a weird thing, when you think about it, a book with loads of phone numbers of strangers in, that y- and you get this book for free. Well, why would I need all of these strangers' phone numbers? Just basically looking up silly names. <laughs> Are you? I mean, it it would was ripe for phoning up someone, and and because you'd know their name, you could prank call them, and and actually take real advantage of them because it, it had didn't didn't it have your address in it as well? Yep, usually you'd have all the your all the names and then the, oh, that's all n- the addresses, so you could. That's nuts! You couldn't do. You, no, no wonder the phone book is is dying. I'm surprised it still exists, because um, you, you don't want anyone to know your phone number and your address, because then they can go and um, you can pretty much do anything with that information. And the real, the real reason I was phoning up was oh. to tell you about the Walloons in the Flems. So British Katie just beat me too. Well, let, let's, she was um, she was talking um, nonsense. I think you 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 give us the facts, Dave. No, no, she was perfectly correct. Oh. The Walloons are the um, Belgium is basically divided into two: the French-speaking Walloons and the Dutch-speaking Flend, Flem, Flemish. Yes, just long to call them Flems. <laughs> But so, but the but the 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 Dutch in Belgium speak Flemish. Do they speak Dutch? Yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's a slight it's a slight dialect of Dutch, but it's uh, it is Dutch, right? And the French speak no. The French are Walloons. Walloon isn't a language. Walloon, well, I believe the Walloon. Well, British Katie probably knew better, but I believe that the, it, it's. It's, for example, yes. it's, it's all to do with all those old medieval kingdoms. Oh, right. For example, we live in the we live in the what was called the Kingdom of Swabia. Yes. I think I think I think we lost a lot when we when we became a, when Germany became Germany and we stopped having all these tiny little cunt, kinglets like Thuringia. I, I, I wish you'd Swabia. done. The, I wish you'd done the second syllable of the word countries there because that was awkward. Um... I miss. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a bit. If, uh, those with sensitive ears would have picked it up. I miss 
the Berlin Wall? Um, my my wife probably would dis- disagree with that. She's she's East German. She's very well, happy that the well, she would of course she would, she would she would love it. But I can't. And of course, it's it's good that it's gone. Of course, it's you know in the real world, it's good that it's gone. But I kind of miss the weirdness of it. The weirdness of the fact that there was this this part of Europe, part of Germany, that was verboten, that was off limits. And, uh, um, uh, I, I just, I kind of miss it. I mean, of course, it's a great thing that it's gone. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't want it brought back. But do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, it's, a, it, it, always slightly, it, it, it was always slightly more mysterious to have all these Man from Uncle episodes yeah. set in Bratislava and places which you couldn't actually really get to. Yeah, yeah. And nowadays, you go, oh, I, I, we, we could go to Bratislava on the train this afternoon. Well, there you go, you see, how, how things have changed. I like the world when there was an air of mystery. Now you just got dodgepots and cowards going and, and um, beheading old vicars. You know what I mean? Oh, jeez, tough guys, huh? Tough guys going and killing an 82-year-old vicar. All right, well done, guys. Great, great work. Well done. Hey, yeah, we got a target. Brilliant. Guys, who did you get? It was an 82-year-old vicar. What? Yeah, we went and stabbed an 82-year-old vicar in a church. You're supposed to show that ISIS are really tough and hard. You're supposed to shoot innocent people in shopping centres, not kill old vicars. Try again. No virgins for you guys. Hang on, we were promised 72 virgins. Yeah, but you did an old vicar in a church. That's no challenge. No virgins. We'll give you one old, we give you one haggard old tart and that's it. Oh, come on, man. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Yes, Mike. Evening. Evening, Mike. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's, it's, it's hot. I'm going to be up early with the children tomorrow. I shall get, if I'm lucky, I will get five hours sleep. Then I'm up with the children all oh, flipping day. That's a pleasure. Uh, That's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. We all we all do that. You, We've got kids um, with right, people. Right. Yes, it's a pleasure. You're right. You're absolutely right. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, it's a pleasure. No, if, yeah, it's an absolute pleasure. I'll be knackered, but it's a pleasure. However, however, I am child free for the next few days, and I'm having a lay-in. Well, I'm not a proper lay-in. Oh, right, there we go. There we go. He he tries to make me feel bad for moaning about I've got to look after my beautiful children, and then it turns out he's got a few days off. Part-time father. That could be a sensitive subject. I could be a part-time father. You could be, yeah. It hasn't. I could be. It could be. You might still be. Well, who knows? But tonight, it's actually for my child. I've been setting up a fish tank. Um, oh, yeah. It's not like the old days. They, they won't sell you fish without testing your water. Really? Mmm. I went to Pets at Home and said, I need a fish. Pets at Home. And some fish tank. And not some fish tank, a fish tank. So yeah. I picked the fish tank and said, okay, I'll have those fish. So, no, you need to set up your fish tank, leave it for three days with all these things in it. Yeah. And then we'll give you the fish. However... I've made a mistake. I've done a false economy thing. I've bought a cheap air pump. It is the loudest thing in the world. Buy cheap. Buy cheap. Buy twice. Right, well, that's it. I'm going to have to go back now and buy the silent one that was three to us. Thirty-five pounds for the silent one. I'm going to have to buy it. I can't Fish buy this racket. Ah, 
the I'm not very lucky with pets. We had we had two rabbits that died within a year. We bought them and it didn't last long a year. Both of them. Uh, no, sorry, if my children are listening, the first rabbit we only had one rabbit. What am I talking about? Huh? We had one rabbit that ran away, and then four weeks later I found him again and he was a little bit smaller. That is mysterious. Mysterious. And then he died. Um, uh, uh, but we uh, we had fish for the boys. Um, what were they called? Um, Rocky and Reed. That was it. And we could not get keep those bloody fish alive. Couldn't do it. They just kept dying all the time. Did you have a water pump? Uh, we had like a filter, yeah. Wow. They say that, well, I bought, well, the fish I'm going to buy, they say they can last eight years. Yeah, they can. They, they didn't, these didn't last eight, honestly, most of these didn't last eight days. I don't know how we write a complaint to pets at home if my fish should do that. Although, to date, the service has been exemplary. <laughs> they're, 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 good, they're good pets at home. They, uh, you know, they, 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 um, they've, they've always done me right when I've been in there. It is, it, but it is, pets at home is a weird place because basically, it's a free afternoon out for the kids, isn't it? You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. It is. I take my little girl every Sunday night every Sunday. There's nothing to do. And it's a bit skint. Uh, do you want to go see the animals? Yes. Yeah. We pretend it, I pretend it's a zoo. She thinks it's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and if any of the staff come by after, like, about two hours, you just, you make noises as though you're, you're deciding which one to get and which one would, 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 would fit best at home. But, yeah, it's, it's a free... It's a, they, and they should... This is where pets, pets at home have got it wrong. They should have a little coffee shop. They might as well make a thing of it and say, look, we know that 80% of the people that come in here are just coming here to, so their kids have got something to do for two hours during the summer holidays. So here's a coffee shop. Here's cakes and sweeties for the kids. We might as well get a few quid out of people that aren't going to spend anything. We could be onto a business here. Yeah. We could watch Carlitz get um, a little, uh, I forgot what it's called. You Fr- can run a bit of a shop. A little concession. Yes, that is it. We get a concession. We yeah. call it me and which is a mixture of Mike and Ian. Me and me and me and are proud to be um, sp- uh, uh, sponsored by Pets at Home. Exactly. Yeah, I'm up for Here's that. what you were saying earlier. You know, you said the phone book. Yeah. You know the phone book kind of. You say, oh, people can get your address. Yeah. The phone book is my grace online. There's a website called one nine two dot com where you have to buy a. Yeah, you'll pay for it. Buy a, yeah, but everyone's well. There's many ways actually uh, online. I, gu- I guarantee people could find it. most addresses very easily online. It's for, if you start thinking about outside the box, oh, very easy to find. Is it is it on the dark web? Would I have to go on the dark web? No, I, I'm not doing this. I don't want to sound like a freaky stalker. I would bet I could probably find your address. No, now if I really look, I wouldn't do it. What the heck? What the heck? Well, if you can find yeah. it, that means ISIS can find it, and if ISIS can find it, I gotta be a target. Oh, you're not a target. Well, you're not a target. You're not a feeble old man, are you? Well, that's that's true. Can you believe, right? If you're got right, I can understand why they wanted to get a Christian or a Catholic or a Christian priest, right? I can understand the symbolism of, you know, it's mm. it's Muhammad against Jesus, it's it's uh, you know, it's Islam against um Christianity. I can understand that, right? But why but get a fit strong karate vicar. Don't get an eighty two year old man. And I'm not I'm not making light of it if anyone thinks that I am not mm. I, not at all. It is just Flipping it, guys. Two fit young men did this. They were fit young men, and the tough guys were... They did it in front of some nuns! Jeez! Flip 
Pinet, guys, come on! You've done, you've, you, you, you know, if you, if you want to show us how tough and how mighty you are, killing 82-year-old vicars in front of some nuns, flipping it, do you know what I mean? It's nothing, it's nothing, not to disrespect their lives, but it, it, yeah. it, in terms of, of, of a challenge, it's nothing. It's outrageously weak and limp of them to do that. I mean, all of their, all of the targets are, are cowardly and, uh, and, uh, and are, are horrendous, but there's something about this that just seems, well, even more feeble then all of the yeah. other feeble, cowardly attacks. This one's this one's got me properly angry, and I'm not religious at all. You know, I'm not a fan of religion at all. But no. um, I don't know what to think about. It. I do obviously the, the general feelings of disgust and horror and and sadness. And but you just get to a point you just don't know what you know. What is the solution? And there's also and this is let's all right. People are going to miss people are going to mishear what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it. All right. You get to the thing when you hear a, a another terrorist atrocity has happened in Europe, and you go, uh, it was only one person that died, so it's not as bad as the others. Mm. It's not as bad. I found myself thinking that today. Oh, it was only one guy, so it's not as bad as the others. Of course it's as bad. They're all as bad as each other. But I'm starting to do, I'm, I'm becoming so desensitised to terrorist attacks in Europe, I'm starting to do the maths about it and compare them depending on i'm ranking them on the number of people that have been killed or injured which is outrageous and i need to be i'm glad i've said that out loud because i need to be alert and i need to be aware i'm doing that because i don't want to get into that mindset where i go oh it's only five people that's not that bad because it is that bad but i'm I'm already i'm finding myself becoming desensitized to it well we are doing things wrong I at least think we're all desensitised and I think, you know, sometimes when you see out points of emotions, I think it's because people think it's what they should do as opposed to how they feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. Cause I mean, I'm the exact same way. I mean, like, the, the one the other week with the, the lorry, now that was horrific. Um, there was some really a stupid eclipse and there was some really awful images on social media about that. Yeah. Um, which But a lot of the times you just hear it's somebody's died and i think a lot of times it's without for at least for me without a visual impact it doesn't translate into anything real yeah now, i would never go look for those images either but until i think until it has a visual impact upon you it is it's just really for me it's just i don't want to sound awful i could be, again be misconstrued i sound horrible it is just words i know what they mean but it doesn't really mean anything to me yeah uh, it's like, a bit dark. Yeah. No, it's all right. But it's, you know, it's, it's quarter past 12 on a, a Wednesday night. We're allowed to get dark. You know, it's, it's where the mind yeah. goes. Mike, thank you for that. I appreciate your call. Um, and there goes the last caller we have lined up. If you want to phone in and take part, um, you're more than welcome to. 0844 499 1000. I'm in Lee. This is Talk Radio. Now, I can't stop singing. When I put it in, my ting get wet. When you put it in, is it in yet? I mean, I, he was singing it in the sandwich aisle of Tesco. He just sat there singing it. And now, it's like The Ring. See in the film The Ring? I've now got to pass. For me to be cleansed of that song, I have to pass it on to you lot. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's worked. I'm hoping that one of you can remove that song from my head because flipping heck. Um, do you understand what I was trying to explain to Mike? I was trying to explain something. 
Um, this show will be more open and honest than any other radio show you'll get, because I will say things that, 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 that will be misunderstood and be misconstrued. But I have already become desensitised to uh, atrocities in Europe by the maths. By the maths. Oh, only five people died in that. Only, only. Isn't that terrible? Only five. Only one. Oh, only one person died. That's f- few. Only one person died. And it's terrible that I'm thinking like that. And I guess I'm saying it out loud to see if any of you identify with that. And uh, can, uh, um, uh, well, can, uh, yeah, can identify with what I'm saying. But I'm also saying it out loud so that uh, uh, hopefully I can catch that thought pattern. I can, I can check that behaviour. And the next time it happens and it will happen, um, I can go, what well, one person died. That's outrageous. And there's something, uh, there's something about this. It, it, it was, it was an old priest in front of some nuns. It's just something about that. I tell you what, I tell you what part of what it is. Uh, 08444991000. Tristan Andrew, stay there, I'll be with you in a second. Is, um, even though I'm not religious, uh, there is something, um, safe sanctified is that the, the, the sanctuary the church is like a sanctuary and i go into a church from, i got married in a church and i was in a church a couple of weeks ago because i felt like death and i went and meditated in the church and then i got down on i got down on my knees and i pretend to pray in california dreaming does they do they sing i pretend to pray or i began to pray i think it's began isn't it or is it pretend i don't know if anyone knows the lyrics to California Dreaming, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. But I did, I, I, and so you know, to me, a church is a place where you go for sanctuary, and you go for, you know, removed of the religious connotations. It's where you go because it's like it's quiet and it's nice. Generally, they're nice buildings, you know, nice to just go and sit and have a look at the roof and the architecture. Anyway, I don't want to dwell too much on that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, Heidi. Hello. Hello, Heidi. This is weird. Why? <laughs> What's weird? Oh, having listened to you for so many years and suddenly you're on the phone. Well, well, suddenly uh, you've called, well, you've called in. I oh, know. It's not as if we've got the phone book and gone, right, let's find someone. Ah, Heidi, I've never spoken it's, to her. Let's call her bizarre. up. You do know who I am, though, don't you? Do I know who you are? Yeah, I think you do. Do I? From facebook and various other things well we, hang on which heidi are you which heidi there's only one heidi surely well i know i know loads of heidi do you well which, which heidi <laughs> this one all right heidi this is going really badly well i don't know who you are <laughs> well, I know who you are. Well, that's that's, ter- all, that's all that matters. That's terrifying. How do I know you? Why is there no Periscope tonight? Question neatly dodged. I'll answer yours if you answer mine. I'm phoning you because I can't watch you. Yeah. <laughs> How do I know you? Um, I've chatted to you on Facebook on the Facebook thing. Oh, okay. I came to see you. Um, on the Richard Herring night. Oh, um, Heidi! <laughs> Heidi, <laughs> Heidi! You should have said it's Heidi, Heidi! You still don't know, really. No. Do no. 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 It's fine. I'm phoning you because no one else is. 
<laughs> well, thank you for that. I tell you why there's no Periscope, right? Is because I just thought tonight. Tonight's a weird night because Catherine's off for the, the rest of this week and next week, and I've got Emma and uh, Ed who are doing an excellent oh, job. Oh, is she? Okay. But I just and I, I just felt a little bit lonely, and I felt a little bit. I needed to make myself work a bit harder. So tonight we have decided. I have decided. No Periscope. No Twitter. No Facebook. No texts. No emails. It's just a good old-fashioned phone-in radio show where if people aren't phoning in, then I'm not doing my job properly. And it's worked, and people have phoned in. The last time I phoned a phone-in radio was um, about six years old, and it was Robbie Vincent. Robbie Vincent! Flipping it on LBC? Yeah. Yeah, Robbie Vincent was... He's... He's still alive, Robbie Vincent. Is he? Yeah, he is. He's very old now. Do you remember when Robbie Vincent did a programme on Sunday Tea Times on BBC One called Go For It with a woman called Ang Harrod Marsh, I think her name was. Oh, I really don't. I I did, though. It's about 1982, and it was about keeping fit and how to stay fit, and he was going to give up smoking. And did he? I don't think he did, no. (laughs) Well, you still got that raspy... Voice. He was good, Robbie Vincent. Yeah, I wonder. I think he's working. I think he's still doing a radio show somewhere. It was my birthday, and I was uh, for some reason I was off school sick, yeah. and it was my birthday, and I phoned him and spoke to him, and yeah, he wished me happy birthday. I think. Did, did he know who you were? Um, no. Okay, well that's something there. Something we have in common. I've, I just um, tuned in to you late tonight because I've seen someone tonight that. I haven't seen for ages because I've been listening to you every night and you stopped me from seeing him. Oh, so hang on. Who's this you've been seeing? Your, your man, did you say? My man. Oh, this is exciting. Suddenly, this is, this is, is taking yeah. a, an interesting turn. You um, have I stopped thought... having um, sex yeah. with a man for me? <laughs> no, you've not stopped. You, you've been entertaining me between ten and one. Hey! <laughs> and he's not been entertaining you. Well, he's not been allowed to. Get in. Well, don't get in there. <laughs> uh, well, that's... Um, he must hate me, then. He doesn't know about you. Oh. <laughs> it's all right, because his wife doesn't know about me. So oh, Heidi, flipping heck! <laughs> that came from nowhere. Naughty, naughty Heidi. Yeah, it's all good fun. Well, well it, uh, <laughs> it's very naughty, though. So when yeah. do, when do you see when do you see um when, when, so you're an old fashioned term you're his mistress I am yeah and, and you like that yeah so <laughs> when so much easier when do you uh, when do you uh, meet up with him then for um bunky bunky um when I'm free when he's free okay. she's away at the moment oh, God hmm. She goes away every now and then. Right. So, um, and where do you go? Do you go to his house? No. He, go- <laughs> he goes to yours? Sometimes. We normally go to hotels, but he's been to my house tonight. But I haven't seen him for ages, because I've been listening to you. Right. So, hang on. Well, hang on a second. So, you, you, so that means you were, you, that's, you were late to the show because you were having sex with a married man. <laughs> let's, let's not beat around the bush. I'm sure you've had enough of that already tonight. That's what that's that's what's going on, is it? It has been. Wowzers. Wowzers. Well, you couldn't have listened to me in the background? <laughs> I've got quite a I sexy... Vo- but do you know what I was doing during? I was bidding on a TV on eBay, and I won. What, while you were having <laughs> sex with him? 
Yeah. And he paid for it. <laughs> well, that... Hang on a minute. So, right. So, you're having sex with a man... We bought a TV, yes. While you, while you were having sex with him? Yeah. And he mm-hmm. paid for it? And he paid for the TV, yeah. Isn't that... Not the sex. He didn't pay for the sex. Well, mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> he didn't pay for the sex, but he did pay for the sex because he's bought you a TV. TV, yeah. So that... he watches TV and I don't. And he wants the TV in the bedroom and I don't. Well, so. hang on a minute. If, if, with the greatest respect, if you're a mistress <laughs> and he wants a TV in the bedroom, you ain't doing your job properly. <laughs> you're not doing your job properly. <laughs> Well, he likes to watch it when he's snoozing. Okay. Um, <laughs> it does, the fact that he's... one eye. The fact that he's bought you a telly does make it feel a little bit, um, like, um, uh, a transaction has taken <laughs> You're place. You're looking for a word, aren't you? I'm, I'm looking <laughs> and I'm delicately tiptoeing around the word, but I'm going to say it. Prostitution. No, he's no, not. No. It's been going on for a very long time. This is, uh, year 13. Flipping heck, Heidi. Yeah, Does, uh, do you, um... I wish there were some nice men like you around, but there isn't. No, well, they're exactly, you see. <laughs> I just didn't look to camera, even though there's no camera. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> 13 years. Get me out of here. Do you want him to leave her? No. No. So you're quite happy with this arrangement? Yeah. Sad, but true. Well, no, it, well, it yeah, is... I think there are lots of people, but they just don't speak about it. It is sad. Do you not want to be in a loving, supportive, equal relationship? How often does that happen? Well, it might have happened to you. It's very lucky for those people that have it, but I see lots of people that don't have it. It's very secretive. Men are very secretive, and they're doing it, and they're not, you know, they don't tell anybody, do they? But, well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I take that point, but... You're also doing it. You're also part yeah, but of... I'm single. I can do it if I want to. Well, yeah. I, I am cheating on the, yeah. the sisterhood. Yeah. I shouldn't do that to another sister. Well, it's not the whole sister thing, but you are... You, yes, of course, it is. It is. I, I would say it's primarily his responsibility because he is the one that's married. But you are encouraging... You are encouraging uh, him to cheat on his wife. Do, do you not get any pang of... Um, conscience around that um no occasionally yeah do you think bad of me no i don't no i don't i don't (laughs) think bad of you at all i'm i'm no 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 not at all what um do you um supposing he he, he phoned up and said heidi no i just got to stop now i've had enough of this i'd be heartbroken so you so you you love him yeah, but there's different ways to love people. If you're allowed to love people without having them 100%. That sounds really uh, sad, though, to me. I know. I have a difficult, very difficult relationship with my sons, and I'm a single mum. Right, all right. And, uh, yeah, you know, we've all got the sad story, haven't we? We yeah, hear yeah. it every night on this station, don't we? Yeah. Well. I don't want to be the sado, though. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not making, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to couch this so that I'm not making any, you no, know, judgments you're fine, or anything. honestly, it's oh. fine. You're always fine, you're what, good. What telly did I you get? I love your show, and I absolutely adore you, and everything you do, and... Well, everything? I don't want to, yeah. I've done some I rubbish. You, I, I know <laughs> you don't like, 
Tons of rubbish. Really, it's gone a bit weird in the last couple of weeks. What's happening? What do you mean? We, we, we had a couple of really know. bad shows last week, but apart from that, I think it's been all right. It's just evolving. It's just evolving and growing yeah. and changing. You're into... okay with it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay with it? I'm okay with it. I'll keep listening, whatever happens. Yeah, no, it. I'm... Um, we, we had two shows last week that I really didn't enjoy, but it's um, it's it's evolving, you know, and it's completely different from how it was a month ago and from three months ago, and it'll be completely different in another three months, you know, and it's we, we, we're not anywhere... We're still only firing on about 35% yet. You wait till we get up to 65 70%. Boy, oh boy, this show's going to be something awesome. Of course. It's always awesome. You've got uh, awesome fans. Well... Yeah. And great ideas. You're coming up with loads of different things at the moment. It's cool. I, I feel, like I, I'm, I'm worried about, night. I'm worried about you, Heidi. You sound sad and I'm late for an ad. I know we'll go to the ads in a second, but. Oh, no, 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 go then. No, no, no but. Don't, don't feel sad for me. I'm All fine. Right. All right then. Well, I appreciate your call. What, what telly, <laughs> what telly did you get? Uh, LCG. Beautiful. What size? 32. Oh, so, uh, so, um, a small it's one. not massive. Then. You don't like yeah, a big one. Fine. You don't want no. a big one. You like a, you prefer like a small one. Mr. Average. You like it, you like it average, you don't like anything too big in the bedroom, yeah? Is that right? Definitely not in the bedroom. Well, that's where the TV's going, and Heidi, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Take care, and I hope someone phones after me. They will do, we've got loads lined up. Heidi, thank you very much indeed. 08444991000. Yes, Trace, you're on the air. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Trace, what you got for us? Wow, I wasn't expecting that call. This <laughs> that is... Was, uh, this, that was interesting, wasn't it? That really did... I don't remember, Heidi. I, I remember... Listen, I'm terrible I'm terrible with people. I, I remember um, meeting um, Victoria after Richard Herring. There were about three women I spoke to, so I, I know which one she was. I know exactly which one she was. Yes, I do. Um, so I do remember. But this is this is what I'm, I'm enjoying about the... Um, the show tris is that um i think it's improving there were two shows last week that i thought were absolutely bloody awful but that's fine i think it's improving and this last hour which is now the podcast is starting to evolve into something um i think very very special very special and the whole show is um we just dropped a call whoever the other caller was we're getting back uh the whole show is tonight has been just one lovely andrew will come to you in a minute one lovely meandering conversation yeah i mean this week's been brilliant i think i think you've had a really really strong week so yeah far. yeah yeah so which means which means we're, we're due a dud well maybe who knows who knows, Wait and see. Who knows? we'll see what you got for us Tris? a couple of bits um I, I mean, I, I did have something I was going to phone in with, but as this as this show goes, you know, you sort of go off on little uh, tangents. Very quickly on ISIS, I've always thought that they're sort of media tarts. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. they, they 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 do it for attention. I've always thought the way to to, to truly beat ISIS just stop reporting on them. Just whatever they do, just ignore them. I. I think they'd stop. I don't think they'd stop. Interestingly, a significant number of French news outlets today said they wouldn't be posting any of their broadcasting of the videos. They certainly wouldn't be naming. This is the thing. They wouldn't be naming any um, future terrorists. Now, for that to work, it has to be all of the news outlets 
in a certain country because supposing it was here right supposing sky said right any terrorist activities we sky will not name them and that also applies to any murdoch owned newspapers right can you imagine that happening though no no no, i can't but but this is what i'm just saying right um but then the bbc would go but we we are still going to name them and the mirror would say well we're going to name them well people would go to the the bbc so so for, for it to work in france and a load of them have said they're going to do it. But for it to work in France, all of them have to say they're going to do it. Otherwise, it's it's pointless. But I agree yeah. I agree with you. Um, that I hated it when we called that fella, and I can't, cannot remember his real name, we called that fella Jihadi John. Because yeah. it made him, I refused to do it. When I was at the BBC, I would ask that they would change the scripts and not refer, what was his name? Um, I don't know. Um... I can't remember. It's almost making them into like cartoon characters, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jihadi John. Yeah. Well, it is. It's like it's like Penelope Pitstop. It's like Mohammed Mwazi. That was it. Thank you. Ed. Uh, it is. It makes them cuddly, you know, characters. Not the not the murdering psychopaths that they are. It's Jihadi John, everybody. And I thought and that was I, outrageous. I completely agree with you as well about the whole sort of oh, it's only it's only one person. It's only this. It's only that. I think it's maybe our way of um just sort of I, I think we play the numbers game because i think we rationalize it in our head that if there's a bigger number than if you were there there's a, 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 yeah. a higher statistic that you would have you know been one of those been one of those victims you know and i think that's why you sort of naturally play the numbers game you know yeah. if it's only one i'd have probably survived that anyway i know you're short on time um uh phone books is what i phoned in for really yeah um my dad, um, when the phone book used to come out, he used to, because, you know, he used to have the uh, first initial of the surname. Yeah. Well, my dad's name's Douglas Adams. Uh, oh, beautiful. Same name as, not the author, the same name as the same author. Same name as Douglas Adams, yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he, um, he used to get maybe a phone call a month, a couple of phone calls a month, <laughs> and he used to, he used to list down different countries in the world that he got phone calls from and he had like a little a little chart going and he was sort of playing um he started playing a lottery to see if he could get every every state in america i think he got about 14 in the end yeah and uh yeah he used to have a lot of fun with that but um uh, apparently he uh he he never thought it through the great the great loss about phone books is you can no longer see the world's strongest man ripping a phone book in half i could have ripped the phone book in half that i saw today on the uh, outside some property in london i could do that you used to get, get jeff capes ripping a phone book in half beautiful now that's that, right, that, yeah. that's, that 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 art form has gone might be stretching it a little bit you're right tris listen i've got to move on i, I appreciate that thank you mate sorry it's so brief maybe we'll speak longer tomorrow oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand andrew and andrew i'll be coming to you after this well we have two andrews andrew in leeds your second let's go to other andrew who i don't know where you're from hello andrew what you got for us hip hip and indeed Hip. That's the hip trilogy, sir. I'm in. What you got for us, boss? I'm putting my. I'm, a... I'm sounding distant because I take. Here's a weird thing, guys. When I do the radio show, um, I take my watch off and I take my shoes off. The reason for Why this, not? I do not know. I do not know. That means oh, the number Lord. of times I've lost my watch. 
many. The number of times I've lost my shoes, zero. But I'm putting my shoes on while I talk to you so I can get out of here sharpish when it's done. Yes. Right. I'm a podcast listener. Welcome. And I was, the last one I listened to was on Friday. Yeah. Um, but you had a Howard Jones best of. You said you had a thing about the best Howard Jones tracks. This is a song for all of my friends. Challenging preconceived ideas. Whoa. Yeah? But you missed out the best one. Which is what are you talking about? Go on, name your your three. Well, well, hang on. So, um, don't crack up, bend your throw off your mental chains. Woo-hoo-hoo. That one. No, no. What is love anyway? Does anybody love anybody no. anyway? No. Well, what was the other one? Um, this is a song. No, I've done that one. What you is... missed one out. Go, go on, what is it? I know I have. What, I can't think what it is. You, you named three, but you missed one out. The best one out. Oh, go on. What's the best one? What's the best one? Like to get to know you well. Like to get to know you well. Like yeah. to get to know you well, so we can be one, we can be one together. Hey. You missed out. I, how, how the flipping hell did I miss that one out, Andrew? Yes, see? You're, you're, you're right. You're right. I missed the best one out. I'd like to get to know you well. I'd like to get to know you well. I'd like to get to know you well so we can be one, we can be one together. And he's there playing the guitar and all of that stuff. I, yeah. Andrew, I apologise. I am human. I am fallible. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're right there. You're right. I am <laughs> inhuman. I'm inhumane and I am infallible. No, you're a good bloke. Oh, okay. Well, I got it. I got it wrong, Andrew. I apologise. No apology necessary. Shall, shall I cut you off? Yeah, go on, man. All right, then say goodbye. Bye. There we go. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Yes, other Andrew. Hip times three. <laughs> hip cube. Yes, it's hip cube. <laughs> Um, I felt accused of being a racist today. Good. No, hang on, no, not good, bad. Why? Were Were you racist? Well, I'm racist because I pulled up in a car park. Yeah. Was it a a black car park? It was a black car park. Well! And there were, um, like, a couple of lads, um, a couple of black lads there, and um, one turned around and gozzed on my car. They, go- they gobbed on your car? Yeah. Hey. Right. So I got out, and kicking off, like, what you doing? And he's like, well, I didn't know you were there. I, 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 I was just going to spit. And he was doing a gob, and you pulled up next to him was his excuse? Yeah. How likely was that excuse to be based in reality, Andrew? It, it was completely unlikely. Yeah. So we're having an argument about this. Yeah. This woman walks out of Iceland. Okay. Um, and then, completely not knowing what the situation is, she's the one that accused me of being a racist. It was a black lad, was it? Yeah, because I was having an argument with a black lad. She said I should be ashamed of myself yeah. for arguing with him. All right? And this is the best bit. He then turned around to her and went, uh, what's it to do with you? This, uh, he, he, said, he had a go at her! He went... This is out to do with colour, love. 
I originally were having an argument. He's then sticking up for me, defending me that I'm not a racist. This ain't to do with colour, love. This is to do with my ability to spit, uh, and whether I'm an accurate spitter or an inaccurate spitter. This gentleman, this white gentleman, although it's irrelevant, has accused me of being an in an accurate spitter when I am a black gentleman. That's irrelevant as well. <laughs> I know for a fact I am an inaccurate spitter. It is. Un- were you there? Because that is it, <laughs> word for word. Um, wh- uh, I mean, how heated. Well, do- well done you for getting out and having a word. Because I don't think I would have. Um, I don't think I would have been quite so bold. Uh, uh, how heated was the argument getting between me and him? Um, he was like getting a bit in my face, you know, a bit of bravado. But I stood my ground. I'm not like smallest person it was, but I'm not biggest either. So I. I you know, I give him as good as I, as he were giving me, but then she's obviously come out and seen instantly thought, oh, look, is another hate crime. It's <laughs> <laughs> another like, hate crime to add to the list. I'm stood there in the middle of this car park in middle and near Leeds, pointing yeah. at a piece of gauze on my car going, it's about this. Yeah. It's about this. What, um... Did he wipe it off with a tissue? No, after he stuck up for me, I thought, all right, all right. I would have asked him to wipe. I would have said, look, deliberate or not, have you got any tissue? Could you wipe this, what did you call it, gauze? Gauze, gauze, yeah. yeah. Could you, black or not is irrelevant, right? White, I'm white, it's irrelevant. But could you wipe that gauze off my car? Because that is actually disgusting. (laughs) That's what you should have done. I know, yeah, I should have done hindsight and all that. Yeah, hindsight, you see, hindsight. Um, uh, another thing. Are you I racist, mean, Andrew? Absolutely not, no. Okay, just asking, just asking. Um, I've had an idea for a, a TV show. Beautiful. I wonder, I wonder how, how do you go about, like, doing that? Like, Why is everyone phoning me up tonight asking how they can get documentaries on Radio 4 <laughs> and TV shows commissioned when I've had neither for years? Uh, you, you're like my only link to it, really. Yeah, qu- quite distantly, because I haven't had a... I can't even get picked to go in the bloody Big Brother house. Yeah, but like... I thought oh. I was cashing in my chips. I had no chips to cash in closest i've got though in like real life like i've got one friend who's got like a thousand followers on twitter and that's that's as close to fame as i've really got and i don't really like him that much so well what what what's your what's well i can you listen is there music playing in the background Oh, yeah, sorry, it's FIFA. It's on... <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought... For a second, I got excited. I thought we had a crossed line. No. Uh, we didn't. You've got your playing FIFA in the background. Yeah. Um, what, what is your idea? Can, can you tell us? Or yeah, are you yeah. scared someone will steal it? Because this is what happens, right? I, I don't go to TV pitch meetings. I don't go and meet producers. I've got a great idea for a show. I don't do it because I can't be bothered. It never gets commissioned, right? And yeah. the ones where it looks like it might get commissioned, you waste 18 months of your life working quite hard for no money, and then they, they pass on it right but i have been to meetings with commissioning editors at channels and producers at at production companies and told them my idea and they've gone nah we don't like it and then six months later i've seen my idea on tv now you can't prove anything 
Because, mm. you know, the, 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 it, it could be argued that, that, you know, those ideas are just out in the ether and people had the ideas at the same time. It's the zeitgeist. But you do think... Flipping it. I remember I was in the States, right, filming with this company, and I saw this brilliant show on there called so you you think you're smarter than a 10 year old or something right oh yeah and i came down to the to the producer of my show and i said oh i've just seen this show so you think you're smart this is a show we're doing for sky you think you're smarter than a 10 year old when we get back i'm going to pitch it to the um the commissioning editor at sky because i think it would be great on sky and i think i'd be great for it she went all right that's interesting what was the program called oh all right and then is that why they got noel edmonds to do yeah they got noel edmonds to do it and it was made by the production company that I'd been out in the States filming with. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure that the woman I was with, it was delightful and gave me paid work, so I don't know, but I'm sure she would have, would have sent a little email back saying, check out this show so you think you're smarter than a ten-year-old. It might be good for us. <sighs> Dodge pots. Dodge pots, there are a lot of them. Well, mine's, my, my idea's like, um, like a sort of comedy about a stand-up comedian. It's called The Stand Down. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And uh, basically, it's just it's just terrible uh, its job, and like um, like one of the scenarios that I've just been like writing is um, he sees like he's looking at YouTube for some ideas, and he finds this funny Jewish comedian that yeah. he don't think anybody over here will, will know. So like you know, he plagiarises all his work. Yeah. And um, but he he accidentally gets booked for. Uh, uh, a neo-Nazi rally as a, a, an opening, and he's doing this Jewish act, and all right, it, yeah. all, it all goes um, a bit pear-shaped. Yeah. Um, so it's like it's all you know, like stupid things that happen, um, saying stupid things, accidentally being racist, accidentally being you know sexist, and things you can imagine with a, a terrible stand-up comedian. I, you'll have you'll have um, a, a job getting that one made. Yeah, I thought so. He said, writing down the idea, and <laughs> just um, wondering where I can sell that tomorrow. Um, uh, Andrew, I wish you the best of luck. It's it's a crappy business, and I've, I've given up on TV, and uh, I do bits and pieces, and it's all groovy, man, but really, it's a load of old, uh, it's a load of old guff. Well, there we go. We, um, it looks like, we can play a little song at the end. We shall, song I would, I would, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try and make as the theme tune for the show. I just need to work out where it will, um, pop up from time to time. Um, it looks like we made it once again. That's the end of another show, and I quite enjoyed that tonight. It's sort of, if you'll allow me a little Springer's final thoughts. Uh, it's, we're starting to head in the right direction, guys. We're starting to head in the right direction. A three hour show where, um, I just kind of come in and sit and you phone in and go, yeah, I want to talk about that. Um, and, uh, we'll see if we can, um, keep that going. Cause I think, I think there's something in it. I think there's something in it, a show where it, there is no real structure and, we kind of talked. We had lots of nice callers tonight, lots of new callers tonight, and and we had some women calling in, which is great because it does concern me slightly that the um, who was I talking to the other day? I talking to someone, and I told them what I did, and they went, "Oh, is it is it quite blokey?" I went, "Oh no, it's not. It's not meant to be blokey, but we do have a lot of men phoning up. But I I, I don't want the show to be a lads show." 
Um, in fact, Heidi outladded all of us tonight, I think. I think. Uh, stay tuned. Coming up, um, I'm guessing it's the two mics. I don't know for sure. Tomorrow night or tonight at 10 o'clock, we've got Alan Shipton, who's written a brilliant book about my latest obsession, Harry Nielsen. Speaking of which... Little fella, you're so tired You can hardly lift your head But you want to hear a story Before you go to bed So if you'll be quiet And listen patiently I'll sing you a song that my mother sang to me Little cowboy Put your saddle in the barn Tie your horse up tight So we'll know no harm Put your hat and your gun Beside you on the chair Don't forget you got to sing Little bear Little cowboy You better hit the Sandman Trail Or you'll be late for round the time you know If you want to be a cowboy You better rest a while Little cowboy baby of the old corral Little cowboy baby of the old corral Talk Radio, 24-hour radio debate and entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.